Well, 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 if it isn't the old best show creeping up here behind you to tell you how it is on another Tuesday night. That's right. It's best show time. My name's Tom. I'm the host of tonight's installment. And I got something exciting for you tonight. We got a topic on the table. And this is uh, uh, why, 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 why didn't anyone tell me sooner? Why didn't anyone tell me sooner? What's that mean? Oh, you know, the things where you're just suddenly you realize it or you learn it and you're like, you're like, you're like, how did I go this long without knowing that? And so we're going to talk about 201-332-3484 is the number. It's the best show. Got a good one. It's going to be fun. Do it to it on this Monday night. Hold on. No, Monday was the holiday. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Guys, Monday, Tuesday, I can't tell the difference no more. I can't tell the difference no more. I can't tell the difference no more. Guys, I can't tell the difference no more. It's Tuesday. And you are here on The Bat Show. My name's Tom. I'm the host of the show, and I welcome you to another installment. It's the month of January. Why do I keep saying Monday? You know why? Yesterday was a holiday, Martin Luther King Day, and I'm off balance. 
we'll pull it together. Here we go. It's Tuesday. It's Tuesday, Tom. Come on. It's Tuesday. You're talking to a microphone. That means it's Tuesday. And here I am on a Tuesday. Um, yeah, what's going on, everybody? Uh, we got a good topic tonight. We got a... going to have fun with why didn't anybody tell me sooner. We got a good crew here tonight. We got the old best show crew lined up. We got the, we got the best show uh, crew. Who do we got? We got Pat. Pat, you're here, right? Yes. Pat's here. There you go. With his best uh, Mr. Mooney impression. Yes. But that wasn't Mr. Mooney. Mr. Mooney was like, Ms. Carmichael. That's what I wanted to see in that being the Ricardos movie. Next one should be being the Carmichaels. That's what I want. Where Lucy keeps going and she does the next Lucy show with uh, Gail Gordon. That must have been a fun time back then in the uh, when you had Gail Gordon was the guy who was like Ms. Carmichael, and they had that other guy who was like, "Well, bite my tongue, yes." And Gail Gordon must have looked at that guy as just like the way Boris Karloff and. Uh, and do uh, 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 his face, uh, Count Dracula. What's his name again? Bella Lugosi. Bella Lugosi. There you go. And who said that? Who just said that? This is uh, Hollywoodio. Hollywoodio. How are you tonight, Jason? Hollywoodio Gore. I'm great, Tom. How are you? I'm good. You having fun? Yeah. Having a good time. It's Tuesday. Yeah. I mean, it's exciting. We got. Uh, we got this guy. He's known. He's a top uh, podcaster. He's a great comedian. He does all sorts of stuff, and he makes everybody uh, laugh. Uh, Welcome, we got Jason Gore. How you doing tonight, man? Hey, I'm doing great, Tom. How are you, hey, Jason? <laughs> oh, Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> are you good? <laughs> That's a, honestly. I was, I was I hoping can... <laughs> that. I was hoping that worked like that. I, can... I couldn't have gone any better. <laughs> that was. I can tell. That was perfect. That you didn't. Did you know? Did you kind of know what I, I was had doing? No or? clue. I can usually tell but that one i will say legitimately frightened me like it got my breath a little uh-huh. <laughs> i'm a little out of breath now uh, i literally said how you doing man because if you don't know jason wow. had an interview jason recently did an interview with uh, little steven <laughs> exactly 25.3 you're listening to the Valley's Rock Station, The Bear. My name is Jason Gore, and on the phone with me right now, E Street guitarist extraordinaire, Silvio Dante from The Sopranos, and, of course, radio legend, uh, Little Steve and Van Sant. What's going on, man? How you doing, Jason? My God. And I'm still waiting for that. you to give me that, that bandsaw sound. <laughs> I will pull it for you this week. I will. I know where it is. I appreciate it. I know where it is. So we got those. And now, of course, we got the inimitable... Uh, we got the the guy, the star, the 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 legend of of Bayonne, the bad yeah. boy of Bayonne. <laughs> well, I don't spend much time there anymore, but uh, well, yeah, the shadow. That's a big shadow. <laughs> it's a long shadow. I was up there the other day, in fact, mm-hmm. um, and I visited the original Masters Bar is officially closed, but. Mm-hmm. 
my cousin and his wife decided to lease a bar, mm-hmm. another another location. Okay. And so I stopped in. Masses? So I stopped in there to you know check it out. Uh-huh. Um, and and are uh, they calling it Masses, or does it have a different name? Well, it's sort of a yeah. It, it they actually brought the entire sort of uh, case behind the bar from mm-hmm. the old bar. Mm-hmm. So they re- relocated a fair amount of furniture. Mm-hmm. Uh, the chairs are from the old okay. one, you know, the TVs. Sure. Um, the bathroom's a little different. Did they, uh, did they, uh, did they bring over the, uh, uh, the whooping cough? What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just saying, I assume that there was some sort of active virus going at the original masses. I don't know. I mean, uh, I'm not aware of anybody who, got a bad case at masses of whooping. I, Mike, I mean, it was a joke. Okay. Oh my God. <laughs> well, I mean, he's so, a serious you time. Do you believe this guy? Can you believe this guy? <laughs> Pat, well, Pat, you, know, you, I mean, hey, you know, I mean, hey, serious times. I don't, uh, don't take things lightly. No, no. Well, it's a different, it's a different, those are, it's a different era now. It's a different yeah. era. I get, I get it. You're right. Yeah. You're, you're, you're on your toes. I get yeah. it. But anyway, so I check out the bathroom. Actually, they have two bathrooms, which ma- masses was uh, unisex, one bathroom for all. Mm-hmm. So they actually have two bathrooms now. Very progressive but, back then. Yeah. <laughs> masses was very progressive. Yeah. Uh, but here's the thing. Uh, this wasn't a recent design. Uh, it was a previous owner mm-hmm. decided to put a hand dryer above the urinal. Well, that makes some perfect sense. <laughs> yeah. So who doesn't, like who doesn't want the who doesn't <laughs> want to wash their hands after using the restroom and then have to wait till somebody else finishes <laughs> using a urinal so you can dry your hands. Well, there's that that part of it. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing. When you're using the urinal, it activates the hand dryer. Well, that's the craziest thing I ever heard in my yeah. life. So so I was literally pissing in the wind. All right, take it. Easy. So it's you know this is the proudest moment of your life. <laughs> you know it drives you know what drives me nuts, Mike, when I can feel <laughs> proud can moments feel coming, of yours. Right? I yeah. could feel I could feel you on a Thursday <laughs> saying five days I'm gonna drop this one on the show. Well, this was Saturday, so, <laughs> but, uh, oh, so no, oh, Saturday. Saturday. Okay, so this was Saturday. This guy be so literal. I can't believe this guy, dude. I can't believe this guy. Can't believe this guy. <laughs> I'm trying to just talk, and he's being so literal. No, but. Um, that's that's one of my favorite things about uh mike when you're i can just feel the i feel the phrase that you know you're gonna drop on the show and you're (laughs) gleeful about it Uh but i mean seriously though it's exciting now that i you know it's like all kidding aside it's like you know mike's an accomplished uh performer podcaster writer and uh you might have seen him in the the videos with uh, Brett Daniels, and he did all sorts of stuff. So we got AP Mike on the show. How are you tonight, man? Doing good. <laughs> <laughs> I just get the buzz song. Wow. Yeah. I want I want to congratulate J- Jason. Uh huh. He's uh, he's uh, in the manufacturing. Uh, He's oh, got yeah. some. Uh, no, that's gonna. That's we're shutting that down tonight. That's, he's got some merch. He's got yeah, some merch. Well, you know, I've been talking to my street team, 
and yeah. uh, they said I needed to branch out a little bit. <laughs> I like it. Thank uh-huh. you. Four colors. Thank you. Yeah. Stepping it up. That's next yeah. level. So that's really bringing it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's what is it? A slaw dog shirt? It is a slaw dog it? shirt. I put a slaw dog shirt. Uh, Jeff, uh, our buddy Jeff T. Owens drew it years ago. Mm-hmm. And he was like, if you ever want to throw this on a shirt. Mm-hmm. And I started doing a lot of shirts for mm-hmm. uh, 108.9 The Hawk. Sure. There's a bunch of those up there, too. And it's just mm-hmm. like, well, if I'm doing this, I'm people have been asking for it for a long time. And sure. might as well Boo do Lake, it. Boo Lake Best Show <laughs> shirts. Got slaw dog shirts. How's your, yeah. your shirt folding game? How, oh, I don't. It's, this is the beauty of this one, Mike. Within 100 I don't miles to, these shirts, I'm never going to see party. these shirts. This is yeah. third party. Third party? Oh. I love it. I love the design. Uh, you know, JTO, Tasteful Shreds, uh, My Middle Hand. Yeah. He's great. Uh, yeah. Jeff, Jeff Owens is, a, is a, a monumental talent, and he's helped the best show out so many, so many, so many ways with the best show logo and with all the art that happens is almost always Jeff. Yeah. And it, he, he's just go to Tasteful Shreds uh, at Tasteful Shreds to check out everything Jeff is up to. I do have one thing though, Jason. I want to say because I I want to own one. I uh-huh. love I love the the designers. One thing that I wish it didn't have. What's that? The the black box around the uh, well, design. It, what's what's oh, so there it. is no 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 no. That's fair. That's fair. There's a black box design, but to, I, I'm later on this week. I'm putting up another that's just black without the box. Okay. Jeff sent Sweet. that to me today. It's kind of like a you know take take a note here, kid and. Yeah, so this. by all means, go over so. and get yourself a slaw dog shirt. At uh, J- Jason has a link to yeah, it on you his just Twitter, go to Twitter and everything. Yep. No, I'm yep. glad you said that because I I, uh, I am going to put that up. I'm hoping to get one. Uh, sands the box, and I'm gonna I'm gonna wear it. Hell yeah! Yeah, thank you. Oh, I Mike, think it's you, class. It's classy. Mike already sent the uh, the bootlegs, right, Mike? Mike's got uh, bootleg best show I, shirts that him and I, him and one of his Bayonne buddies came up with. He might, Mike pretends, this is the thing, Mike pretends that some guy just did them as if he's not on the ground floor of right. this thing. Oh, yeah, some guy just told me he had the shirts. Well, it's like, yeah. it's like the equivalent of something falling off the back of a truck or sticking to your hands. Bayonne fellas. Uh-huh. Um. Before I forget, we just heard from Squid with uh, the Cleaner, great song by them, uh, from a from a single they put out a couple of years ago. Uh, I like Squid a lot; they're from the UK. Um, yeah, how are we doing on calls tonight, Pat? Well, we got a full phone bank. Full phone bank. That's all I need to hear. That's, that's what I need to hear. And we got we got a, a fun show for you tonight. Tonight we're talking about. Uh, why didn't anybody, why didn't anyone tell me sooner? Cause we all have these moments where we're just like, wait, this is going on. And then you're like, or, or this happened already. And I missed it. Like, like I found out, uh, that I guess there's some, there's some, uh, I forgot about it. Cause you know, show, uh, Shows keep getting canceled all the time. They they get scheduled, they get canceled, they get postponed, rescheduled, canceled, moved around. It's hard to keep track of. But I just uh, I remembered. Thank goodness that there's some Ty Siegel shows coming up in in February in uh, Los Angeles. Uh, I was uh, so glad I didn't miss those. And I'm excited because there's a there's a pretty big comedy concert coming up that I'm excited about. Um, 
you know my love of comedy cons. Everybody knows I love a good comedy concert as much as uh, the next uh, person. And uh, there's an exciting comedy concert coming up. Um, performer, I, I'm a fan of a podcaster, fellow podcaster. Um, uh, Shay uh, Diaz, uh, a great, great entertainer. And I'm excited about seeing that uh, their comedy concert. Um, and I was worried I was going to miss that one. Thankfully, I remembered uh, that I wouldn't so. If you ever and if you ever see me at a comedy concert, come up and say hi. But uh, before we get to some calls, I wanted to tell everybody that there's a new episode of So Far. Is that is that correct? That is correct. There's a new episode So Far, episode 15 of So Far, which is the. The ridiculous Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young podcast we've been doing for a couple of years now, where where me and uh, what they what uh, Mike came up with this term the so far boys and he's he's pretty <laughs> yeah. pumped to be uh-huh. he loves and it. Uh, look I don't love I don't love the term but he came up with it I want to yeah. honor his creation so no he didn't come up with that he can't stand it <laughs> it makes his skin crawl um. No, it's 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 me and and Pat and Jason and Mike and we all go album by album through the Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young discography, and uh, we we discuss each and every album. And I'm telling you, you want to hear something? You listen to this new episode. <laughs> Mike Mike has a quote on it that I'm gonna um I'm gonna let me just our friend Eric uh White worked up a thing. I'm gonna send it to you. I'm gonna just put it uh Jason in your chat right now. And in your I'm gonna text it to you. Maybe we could post it. It's a pretty solid image, which is the key quote from this episode. Um which yeah. which record were were we discussing? Mike, you know what the quote is. It's it's the same. It's the same thing. You were so excited to say this line. I, you know what line it is. Yeah, I don't. And you were you you couldn't have waited to say it. Uh. I just put it. I just texted it to uh, Jason and Pat. Maybe you guys can post it from the uh, post it on Twitter. Because, <laughs> I, I've yeah. got it, Pat. I'm putting it up right now. Basically, it says, "Is this?" Is this bleeping Percy Faith? And Mike, <laughs> we've been doing this long enough. Uh-huh. I know the one. I know. I know when you know you struck gold. <laughs> I know what? when you know. No, no, I'm not even putting it down. I know when you know you struck gold. Yeah, I know it. I can because I can hear it, and I'm happy to hear it in your voice <laughs> when you know. I wish I struck more gold. Oh, I do too. Yeah. I wish you came more more freely. Yeah, Yeah, you're like the Tom Waits and Buster Scruggs. (laughs) You're out on the out on the out on the plane rooting for gold. I thought I I had a few good lines in the birthday cake story, so I thought it was a chance one of those lines made it in. You got some good lines, Mike. (laughs) But that uh Uh but but Eric worked up a little graphic 
of you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That it will be posted imminently. It's up um, on the uh, best show Twitter right now. Okay. It's on the best show Twitter. And, but you can check out so far over at Patreon. That's where you get the best show. Um, that's the only. That's the that, that's the one spot we ask for support for the show is at Patreon. Patreon.com slash the best show, and we um, just ask <laughs> you to good. give at different uh, just different <laughs> levels, and you you can help pitch in and keep the show afloat. We don't do ads or anything like that anymore. Keep the prop the show proper is a hundred percent free. We put bonus stuff up on the Patreon, and we also send out stickers and different things. I send them out every month, and uh, for for different uh, for different pledge levels. So check it out and support the show. Patreon dot com slash the best show. And I can't reveal anything yet, but we got a we got a a humdinger coming Woo. up here for the best show book club. If this comes off. Holy guacamole. If this comes off yeah. and the book we've been reading is, uh, unrequited, uh, infatuations by Steven Van Zandt, Steve, Steve Van Zandt, little Steven. Um, so you can check that out over this on, on, unrequited, uh, infatuations. I was giving you the business there for a second. <laughs> yeah. I, you know. <laughs> You know, I figured I would have corrected you, but uh, you're the host. I was yeah. waiting for it. I, I, <laughs> yeah, I knew you were waiting for was, it. That's why yeah. that silence fell. <laughs> yeah. Some dead air. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, how, uh, Jason, one, one quick thing. How yeah. are you, man? I'm good. I'm doing good. <laughs> I got you again. <laughs> I, keep, I don't um, think it would be any funnier with the full sound. I think it's just that tiny little clip. It'll be funnier with the full sound. Okay, I'll find the full sound. Um, so, yeah. So, check out the new episode of So Far, which is up over at the Patreon. And we're gonna I'll do another Ask Tom in the next week. Get that up. And then after that, it's the book club. Then after that, look out, Jack. We got some stuff uh, in the pipeline. Yeah. A couple things based off our staff meeting last week. Mm-hmm. You know what we didn't bring up on the staff meeting last week? Well, what's that? Meet my friends, the friends. Meet my friends, the friends. Got to, oh, that's going to come back in 2022. We got it mapped out. We just got to lay them down, baby. Yeah. Um, well, we will. Everybody's got to get back on board, though. That's the thing. We wait. We, it's, it's, it's like, it's like a, what takes more of a break? This uh, I'll meet my friends, the friends, or Atlanta. Like two years off at a pop. But we'll we'll get it back. We got to figure some sort of super super thing out to get everybody up to speed on Meet My Friends of Friends before it drops. But we'll, we'll get it all. Done. We'll make a super cut. We've talked about that for a long time. Yeah, we'll do. We'll that. make a super cut. Yeah. So, uh, Pat, why don't you throw me a call, please? Hello, Best Show. Hey, Tom. This is Kyle from Portland, Oregon. Kyle in Portland, Oregon. What's up, Kyle? Uh, not too much. Just uh, hanging out at home and uh, trying not to get COVID, I guess. Yeah, it's something else. Feels like it's uh, feels like it's closing in. You know what I mean? Like it feels like it's it's like I know so many people now 
with COVID that it just, it just like, I'm going to keep doing everything I can to not get it, obviously. But, um, feels like it's closing in. It does. I had a few friends get it this past week and, uh, now I can't even hang out with my friends. So I'm, I'm at home and I'm talking to you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, here you are. You're, and you're, 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 you're staying safe. You're, you're wearing your mask and washing your hands. I, I am doing everything I can. Wearing the mask, washing my hands, doing what you need to do. Now, I'm being told that when it comes to these masks, I can't, I, I, I was really under the impression that you could crumple up a, a, a McDonald's napkin and stick it in your mouth. And that constituted a, a mask that that worked as a mask. And now I'm being told that doesn't, that doesn't cut it. <laughs> no, no. Uh, I have seen people do that before, but I don't think it was related to COVID. What were they doing? A uh, Marlon Brando impression from the from the Godfather? Uh, you know, uh, McDonald's is a pretty seedy seedy place here in these parts. Yeah, McDonald's is. Uh, we got it. We, yeah, you look. McDonald's fills in. McDonald's fills in a, a, a certain need for the populace, right? Sure. Sure. Like, Cheap garbage, cheap fast garbage. Cheap uh, garbage. I would uh, recommend uh, drive-through only for some of the McDonald's around here, though. We're in Portland. We got some CD. Yeah. You got you really? They're that rough in Portland? Uh, you know, I've seen uh, I've seen things go down. I've seen fights. Uh, I saw saw this guy once throw a large soda right at his girlfriend's face in one of the stores. Mm-hmm. You know. When I was a kid, when I was a kid, me and my, my papa were at McDonald's and I'm telling you, I was probably six and there was a, 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 a couple, a young couple arguing and she threw hamburgers out of the, at, she, they were, they started throwing food around in the parking lot. And I remember one of the hamburgers hitting the the window at the McDonald's and it just slid down and it was like poetry to me. <laughs> it really was. That was my battleship Potemkin. That was the carriage going down the steps for me, watching that hamburger bun slide down the window. Hi, everybody. Tim Heidecker here. We have a brand new Office Hours that just came out of the oven. We've got legendary psych rocker Ty Siegel. And Doug is back from down under. G'day. G'day. And his mommy came with him. Mommy and Gary Lusenhop are here, too. Alicia let me know that she finished the White Album, has thoughts on that. So much more on this legendary episode of Office Hours. Find us on your podcast app of choice or watch us on YouTube at youtube.com slash office hours live. So who are the animals? Because I don't well, smell them. Oh, man. Those were the days. You get, you, you know, people fighting in a McDonald's parking lot. You know, one of my goals is one day, what's your name again? 
My name's Kyle. Kyle, that's right. Kyle, and I'm not asking somebody to do this. I would want this to be somewhat arranged with me before you do. I would like this to be one of those unsurprising surprises, if you know what I mean. Sure. Like, I kind of want to know what's going to happen. I don't want it to be 100% out of the blue. Um, I'd love it one day for somebody to uh, me to argue with somebody and then the other person just pours a milkshake on my head and I stand there and wait for the whole thing to pour out and then I go hmm, strawberry like that's my answer to what it was rather than stopping them at any point while they pour a milkshake the slowest beverage on earth pouring on my head I let the whole thing pour out, and then I go, hmm, strawberry. What do you think about that? I think that would be the ultimate comeback as long as the shake machine's not broken. Yeah, which happens every two days at McDonald's. Good luck. Mm-hmm. Think they ever think they ever have that thing go five days in a row without breaking? I doubt it. If there's anybody at a McDonald's who works at a McDonald's, call and, and tell me about the shake machine or the ice cream thing, why it's always broken. Just give me a call. You guys can't figure that out yet? You got high-tech screens there. You go to a McDonald's, it's like the minority report, uh, except they can't get the bleep and shake machine to work. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Come on. Come on, Ronald. Ronald McDonald's got to get that thing uh, humming. He's got to get under there with a wrench and fix it, whatever it takes. <laughs> Have Ronald McDonald under the hood. So what do you got for me, Kyle? What, what, what made you call tonight, my friend? Well, I saw the subject. Why didn't anyone tell me sooner? Mm-hmm. And uh, so I wanted to uh, say that I, so I tend to travel a lot for my job. I've been traveling for mm-hmm. over 10 years. Fancy. And uh, I don't say what kind of, don't say specifically what it is, but what type of job is it? Uh, it's a technology consulting job. Ooh, that's fancy. And so I fly, uh, around the country a lot and I rent a lot of cars. And so for 10 years I've been renting cars pretty much once a week. And you know how, when you return a car, you always have to fill it up. Right. So I have been pulling up to the pump and then getting out of my car and looking at what side of the car. Let me Kyle. I know what you're going to say. I know what you're going to say, Kyle, because I learned this late in life. Also, there's a little arrow, right? Exactly. Tell everybody what it is, Kyle. Tell them about the arrow. Yeah. So, and then sing me and my arrow when you're done. (laughs) <laughs> by Harry Nelson. One day I was uh, driving. I had uh, one of my colleagues in the car with me and I pulled up and I got out and looked for the, for the tank. And they're like, what are you, what are you doing? And they, they showed me that um, on the dial inside the car, which measures the amount of gas, which is left. There's a picture of a, of a tank and there's a little arrow next to it. It's either on the left side or the right side. 
And mm-hmm. whatever side that arrow is on is the side which the tank is on on the side of your car. Isn't that crazy? How long did we go without knowing that? I went years. Yeah, I, th- I think I was about 45 when I learned it. Mm-hmm. So I had been making a fool out of myself, filling filling up the gas tank for many years by that point. And like getting out and looking and being like, oh, I guess this rental car, it's on the passenger side. Exactly. And then getting out, having to do a, you know, three point turn in the gasoline parking lot to, mm-hmm. to get it onto the right side of the car. Yeah. But look at you now, right? Look at you now. <laughs> Cock of the walk. You got it. Cock of the walk. Doing whatever he wants <laughs> in the. In the Shell parking lot. Wherever we go, everyone knows it's me and my arrow. There you go. And you did a nice job singing that. You sounded just like Harry Nilsson. <laughs> Thanks. Um, what else is going on? What do you got for tournament? Where, 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 where's your next travel to, Kyle? I am not traveling right now uh, because of a COVID time, but I wanted to give you an update. Uh, I had called a, a, a many months ago talking about how I had lied to get onto the Wendy Williams show. Oh my God. I met, I met you. I met you. Kyle, I you met you for a second, right? Your uh, listeners. <laughs> you did. You did. When I did, I did that radio show, what was that? What's that show called again? Uh, Livewire. Livewire. Yep. And, I was walking out, I saw you right there on the, mm-hmm. on the corner waiting for your Uber in the rain, mm-hmm. and so stalker style, I walked over and you could not have been nicer, so I really appreciate it. Thank you. I appreciate you saying that. I appreciate you saying so, that. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we did meet. Um, since then, I have gone on to another television show. It was uh, You Bet Your Life with Jay Leno. Oh my goodness. Uh, which they showed this past Friday. You did You Bet Your Life with Jay Leno. Yes. And what, on the, oh, oh, with what being the hook for why you were on the show? Because, uh, so let me just explain to the audience. Kyle here has been hoodwinking his way onto all sorts of shows to varying degrees to get on and be a, to be a guest on different shows. He'll, what are some of the claims you've made to get on? Um, I, I have said that my uh, girlfriend had gained a lot of weight during COVID and uh, that she was not um, very willing to turn on the lights when we were in the bedroom. I told Wendy that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, you, you've, you've done, you've been, you've been, uh, saying all sorts of things and you've been getting on the shows and then you play it up and you deliver. <laughs> Talk about a comedy concert. This is like a comedy yeah. concert. I feel like I'm at a, I feel like I'm at a, a Shay, uh, Shay Diaz show right now. <laughs> the way you're talking. Uh, yeah. So, um, I actually did not have to lie to, to go on you bet bet your life they i did have to fill out a gigantic form where they ask you for every bizarre thing you've ever done 
but ultimately they chose to talk to me about my love of pinball, which is true. And that I was attacked by an owl once. Mm-hmm. Those is were the that true? Which they wanted me. That is true. That is absolutely true. So it's uh, pretty exciting. We got a uh, friend Kyle here. He's, uh, he was attacked by an owl. <laughs> yep. How was Jay? How did you find Jay? Uh, Jay was fine. They said, uh, do not approach Jay if you see him. And, uh, you know, of course they did say that it is because of the COVID rules. Um, he did drive one of his crazy cars to the studio that day and parked it right outside the studio. Um, I did not get to really talk to him outside of the taping, um, except for this one time, which was really bizarre. So, um, we did pretty well. Uh, we won $5,000, which is split between the team. And they said, they said that they wanted to get a shot during the credits of Jay talking to me. So mm-hmm. I said, sure. And they said, Jay, would you mind doing it? And he was like, sure, sure. That's fine. So they set up the cameras and then mm-hmm. Jay walked over and literally Jay said to me, he said, blah, 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 blah. And then turned around and walked away. Wow. That's uh that's next level, to be honest, that he just couldn't go. So where are you from? <laughs> blah, 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 blah. <laughs> you know what music I need to get is the the Tonight Show closing music. Because I'm actually, what's that? I think I have it. That yeah. right? I think I have it. I used to loop it and play it at... Uh, if if I ended the show early on FMU, I would play it before the next show started. Because you did a show on WMFU, right, Pat? Yeah. Yes. And what was it called again? It was called Prove It All Night. That's right. That was a hit. That was a hit show. That was a hit show. I loved it. Thank you. So, um, yeah. Well, if you could if you could drum that up for me, Pat, I would love it. That's yeah, all. I'll look for it right now. Okay. Thanks. See if you can find that faster than uh, duty will find that bandsaw sound. <laughs> right? Well, Kyle, once again, you, you did it again. I appreciate it. Thank you, my friend, and we'll talk to you soon. All right, Tom. Thanks. Have a good night. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> All right. Take care. Um, Lynch. See what's up. All right, give me, uh, give me, give me another line, please. Another call, if you don't mind, please, please. I'm asking for another call here. Hello, best show. Hey, buddy, it's Mike in Baybridge. Mike in Baybridge. That's right. Mike in Baybridge. That's really you. So you're going to, that's, can we, can we say, can we cut to the chase on this Mike in Baybridge? All right. All right. Sure. This, sure. sure. This is, this is, um, you've, you've called a few weeks in a row now and this is, uh, not Mike in Baybridge. That's a name you're using. It's Bruce Springsteen. All right. You got me. And I, I tell you, I'm, I really can't believe you remember me. You can't believe that I remember 
that Bruce Springsteen calls the show now. I don't know. You've got so much stuff on your mind and so many callers, and I don't know. I just, I, it, it, I, I'm just so grateful that you remember me. It means a lot to me. Well, it's, it's, I, it means a lot to me that you call, Bruce. Okay, well, look, listen, I got something for the topic. You do? Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, please, I would love to hear it. All right, here, here it is. Why didn't anyone tell me sooner that there really wasn't a Blair Witch? Wait, what What do you mean? that? The... Well, here's what happened. Remember back in 1999 when I got the E Street Band back together? Sure. Well, that tour was supposed to start in February, not, not in April. Mm-hmm. What happened was uh, on New Year's Day, my manager, you know, John Landau, he he gave me a screener of this new movie called The Blair Witch Project. And, Tom, I have never been so scared in my life. Of The Blair Witch Project? Yeah, I thought it was a documentary. And so I was just afraid this thing was going to get me. You were afraid of the actual Blair Witch. Yeah, man. And it's like I just had these nightmares over and over again that it was going to be me standing in that corner. Really? That really affected you that much? I wouldn't leave the house, and eventually, you know, I, I, I said, I can't do that tour. I can't leave the house. And that, that witch might get me and make me stand in a corner every night. And I don't want to do that. And then finally John Landau and, and Steve, they came over and they said, look, man, it's not real. So they told you, they were straight with you and told you the Blair Witch is not actually a thing. That's right. Yeah, yeah. And then we ended up rescheduling the tour until April. And I'll tell you, that entire tour, I don't know if you saw pictures of it. I've got at least 30 cloves of garlic hanging around my neck at every show. Because you were that scared that the Blair Witch was going to get you. Well, I didn't know if it was was like, you know, a half witch, half vampire. And I I saw in some other, you know, films that that they don't like garlic. So I just thought, well, I'll I'll do that. Mm -hmm. Everybody hated it, though, because it was so pungent. uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's, 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 look, I, I know what it's like for have something spooky a little bit, but, uh, what scares you? Um, I, I get scared of, uh, you know, like I'm trying to think in movies, I, I got scared by, by, uh, like Halloween, like Michael Myers. Oh yeah. When he's standing in that, by that shrubbery. Yeah, I just don't like, I don't get scared by like supernatural stuff so much, but I do get scared by things that could be completely real. I think that's the, that's what gets me sometimes is the, the real things, you know, like you could, a guy could just walk around with a mask and start stabbing everybody. They might call him the, the stabbing guy, the, the mask stabbing guy. That's a song title. The mask stabbing guy. Yeah, yeah. 
I'll put that in my notebook. Yeah, maybe you get, it could be on your next album, The Mask Stabbing Guy. Yeah, I'll put it under these other titles I've got, Keeping It Real, Let's Rock, Who Wants to Rock Tonight, Party, We're, ha- we're Having a Party. Uh-huh. And My Jeans Are, are Fraying. My Jeans Are Fraying. Yes. So, uh, uh, Bruce, I'm not going to, I'm not here to judge your, your artistic output because you, you are a, a complete legend, but, um, party and my jeans are fraying. <laughs> these sound, maybe don't sound like they, these, these might not be right next to uh, thunder road on the, on the, on the, on the chart of all time greats from you. Well, it's it. It's interesting you say that because it, it, it may not be a well-known thing, but all of my songs start out horrible. Uh-huh. Like Born to Run, that was originally called Let's Get Let's Get Rolling. <laughs> Let's Get Rolling. Yeah, the lyrics were so, all my songs, when I start them, the lyrics, you would think a, an 11-year-old boy had written them. Do you remember any Born to Run lyrics from, the, from when it was called Let's Get Rolling? Gotta get out on the street with my favorite girl by my side, and then we're gonna go to the diner and play the jukebox, and then Bill's gonna come in, and then he's gonna say, "I want some cherry pie," and then we'll get into a giant argument, and then I say, "Hey, let's get rolling," and, and then a saxophone solo is gonna be right there. Uh-huh. Oh, it sounds like you changed more than the words to that one. I did, yeah. I changed a lot of it, yeah. Yeah. They all, on, start, out, they all start out terrible, like I said. So, uh-huh. so those titles are in keeping with my previous uh, efforts. Sure. Party. I really, I look, maybe I'm in the minority on this. I hope someday you do finally release My Jeans Are Fraying. Maybe it'll be on tracks volume two. Tracks Volume 2, the outtakes. Yeah, if there ever is one. I don't know. I don't care. Um, You don't care? Well, that's... No. What's wrong? I'm just kind of bummed out. What are you, what are you bummed out about? What's wrong? What's going on? I don't, I don't want to talk about it. No, please, Bruce, this is a, a spot where we can both... We can have an open conversation. What's going on? Well, uh, I'm on this text thread, and this will sound name droppy, but it's it's me and, and it's Barack Obama, um, and, and Tom Hanks, mm-hmm. and you know we're just talking about stuff, you know, like living, you know, politics, that kind of stuff, and um, basically Tom, Tom texted something that was kind of funny. I can't remember what it was, and both. Barack and I, you know, we we do that ha-ha thing. You know, you can comment like a heart or like a exclamation point or, or ha-ha. Sure. We both did ha-ha. And then, like, there was some more texting. And then I texted something funny, and neither of those guys ha-ha'd it. They didn't ha-ha the funny thing you wrote? No, and it was really, I don't know. I guess I just feel like... Do they, are they against me? Do they, do they not like me? 
Well, I'm sure they do. People just get, um, you know, it's, it's sometimes, sometimes people get or have different things going on when they get texts and they can't reply the way, the way you'd like them to, cause they, they might be driving or something. I don't know. Maybe when I text, it wasn't funny. It was, what was it? What was, well, I said, what if it turned out that, that Jake, you know, the, the, the handsome guy in 16 candles, what if he went on to be Patrick Bateman in, um, in American psycho? Well, I would have given you a ha-ha on that. Right? Yeah, but they could also have been, they could have also been, like I said, they could have been driving or been in the middle of some other stuff. I don't know. Anything could have happened. But then my mind goes down, you know, this, this hole of, like, are they having a separate text thread of their own? And, and like, uh, is are Rita and Michelle on that thread? Are they, are they making fun of me? And are they making fun of, like, I don't know. I don't know, anything. You know, my bracelets, I like to wear bracelets, and mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I guess I'm just kind of, it, you know, I get swamped by the, the what could be, you know, like what they could be talking about. And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they're not, maybe like you said, it's not, they, they just kind of missed it or didn't get it. Maybe they didn't see American Psycho, which I can't believe because it's the, it's the greatest movie ever. You think American Psycho's uh, a great, one of the greatest movies ever? It's my favorite, that business card scene. Mm-hmm. Oh my God! No, no. That, look, I, I I like that movie a lot. I didn't know you would think it was one of the greatest movies ever, though. That's, that's... I love it, I, and my feelings were hurt on that movie too because it's like I felt why didn't they? Why didn't he make he like do that thing that he did with Genesis or or um, Huey Lewis about my song? Mm-hmm. You know where he would be just like, yeah, kind of like Bruce Springsteen. Are you a Bruce Springsteen fan? I don't like the earlier stuff. Too many lyrics. It feels like <laughs> I, I prefer when he got rid of the E Street Band, actually. And uh, he did two albums, Human Touch and Lucky Town. He released them on the same day. And a lot of people have a problem with the production of the records. They say that it's a little too... Uh, it's a little, it's a little too keyboard heavy, but I like it. <laughs> now I feel a lot better. Thank you, Tom. Oh wow! I was just going off the top of my head with that. Well, that's wait. That was that was you riffing. You didn't have that written down. No, no. How could I have had that? How, Bruce? How could I have had the a rap of you? Of uh, a rap of American Psycho, but talking about it, how could I have planned for that? I don't know. Maybe you know, like how how some people say Viagra is magic. Maybe you're magic. Oh God. Um. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bruce. Um. Hey, look. Hey, hey. <laughs> oh man, I just got a I just got a text that my pizza's ready. Okay. What'd you get on your pizza? <laughs> Well, I get a lot of stuff. I get, you know, I get, I get anchovies, and then I get pepperoni, and then I get, I get olives and stuff, and then I get ham, and I also get, um, what else? Hamburger, sausage, 
and then I pay for it, and then I get out, and then I bring it home, and then I remember that I hate all that stuff, and I just like cheese, and I smear it against the wall. Well, you got to remember that. Then you got to write that down or something, because that's that's very wasteful. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Well, Bruce. Okay. Well, I hope I hope I hope you're feeling a little better. Don't worry about the 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 ha ha thing. I think you I think you wrote a funny observation. Oh my God! They just they both said ha ha. There you go. See. Oh, see, you make everything better. Oh well, thank you, Bruce. All right, Tom. Stay tough. All right. Okay. You take care. I'll talk to you soon. You take care too. Okay. Okay. Right, okay. Bye. That was exciting. Exciting. Got uh, the boss checking in again. Wonder if he likes comedy concerts. So, um, give me another call, Pat. If it was, and uh, let me talk to the crew first. This topic tonight, right? Anybody have? Uh, why didn't anyone tell me sooner? Anybody on the on the on the squad? I was racking my brain, but uh, something happened the other day. I guess it fits it. Um, I got rid of my car uh, last summer. I had about twenty years, and so I'm driving this new car, and of course, it's all t- hot, more high tech. Mm-hmm. You know, even down to the keys to the trunk. So it's got one of those uh, electronic uh, trunk openers. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I'm hitting the button, and it's not opening. Okay. What nobody told me is that you got to hold it for a period of time before it opens. Yeah, it's not, it's not like when you lock the door and you press it real quick. Yeah. You got to hold the, the, the button for, to get that trunk to pop. So it took me a couple of days to figure that one out. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, that's a, that's a, that's a, look, that's what the topic is, Mike. That's what the topic <laughs> is. Yeah. I, I think it's great. And I'm, uh, you know, I'm glad you got it. <laughs> so, and we'll go to the other two, uh, the other two guys who work on the show also, uh, Woodio, Jason Woodio, formerly Dudio, uh, who who you can hear on this episode of So Far that that just dropped the uh, Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young uh, podcast over at patreon.com slash the best show. You get it. You can hear what this guy is all about. He's got some. Uh, he's got some things to say. Everybody was a little. Everybody was a little saucy on this episode. Yeah, this was a saucy episode. I'll say that because I think everybody's a little sick of it. To be honest, yeah, because the catalog's just—it's getting worse. Yeah, for people, it's not—it's not hard to. There's a Crosby. There's a there's a, an album that Stephen Stills does. A group called the Rides. We're not going to talk anymore. You got to listen to us talking about it on the thing. But um. Yeah, check it out. Check it out. Uh, it's 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 worth it. It's fun, and you don't have to like their music either. 
I, I, I've talked to people who are just like, I don't like any of these guys, or maybe I like a little Neil Young. And, um, but the show's entertaining. So, it's worth checking out so far. Mike, why don't you get your, I uh, want you get your uh, sleazy boot shirt bootlegger to make a, a so far shirt. You know what? I, I'm going to give away. I was, I was going to uh, include with the bootleg shirts I'm sending you, you guys. Uh, Jeff Owens has already done a shirt. I don't know if you guys have seen it. Have you seen the uh, <laughs> what? He he did a Neil Wait, Young. What are these deals going on here in <laughs> What's the back? Going- <laughs> no, he did, Jeff did this on his own, and I saw this shirt. Uh-huh. And I'm going to order it for the crew, so we could all have the same shirt. It's Is it the uh, Ross never sleeps. Yeah, yeah, Mike. I got it? Mike. You got one already? I have. Um, I have. I have multiples on that shirt. Oh, okay. I bought. I bought. I bought multiples from okay. Jeff on that one. <laughs> right. that, uh, Jeff's at this point. Jeff's shirts constitute about forty percent of my wardrobe. <laughs> between right. his Black Sabbath shirt and his uh-huh. Neil Young shirts. Yeah. Um, and he made another one. He, we, Jeff, Jeff did another one that I love so much that is uh, not available for public consumption. Okay. Private, private, sale. Oh, okay, really? private, wow. sale. Pri- yeah. private stock, private, private stock. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, he did a private stock for me. Yeah. Uh-huh. Look, Jeff, Jeff Owens is one of the all timers. This guy, that's a good guy. That's a good guy. So yeah, well let's uh, let's take another call and then we'll I want to talk about my uh why didn't anybody uh why didn't anyone tell me sooner? But we'll take a call first. Beshow, hi. Hey you red bastard. Oh, I love it. Because that's the nickname for twenty twenty two, rat bastard. People are calling me the rat bastard. Beshow double deuce. And who's this? Behind. Who's this? What's what's, what's, what's sorry, that wasn't my real speaking voice. Sorry about that. Oh wait, wait, that wasn't your real speaking voice. No, that, that was uh, that was a put on for the for the gag and the gag, you know. Yeah, no, I I had a feeling that wasn't your real speaking voice. <laughs> How's it going tonight, Tom? Uh, I'm I'm good. To whom am I speaking? This is Jesse in Toronto. Jesse in Toronto. Jesse. Best band out of Toronto. I, I know everybody's got different opinion. We'll talk about it. We, we've talked about it. I'm going to retire that segment. Maybe I'll retire that segment. Me asking the callers. I, you can retire it. I, you know, you can, but I'd love to tell you who I think is, is hot right now, man. I'd All right, then this is the final. This is the final time we do it. Then the segment's retired forever. Who Who is it? All right, I got two. I'm a, I'm a you know, I, I'm not going, I mean, Teenage Head, was, is, is, they, were, they were close by. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chad was great. I got this song "Picture My Face" that I can't stop listening to. Okay. Uh, right now, though, there's a guy named Daniel Romano. You ever listen to him? No. I, I try. Tell me about him. Oh, Daniel. Okay, yeah, he was in a band called Attack and Black. He's actually from Welland. It's down the road, right? But uh, he uh, he's had this punk band, Attack and Black, and then he went into uh, kind of this revivalist kind of Bob Dylan-y stuff. Mm-hmm. And last year alone, like this guy's, you know, he's, he's, he's not known outside of Canada really well, but he's like kind of 
insanely prolific these days. Last year we put out something like eight, eight studio records, like in the span of like every week there was a new record on Bandcamp, full length, like top quality stuff. <laughs> I love, I love when people hit that groove and they, they put the stuff out like nobody's business. He's, He's incredible. And he does, like, he did a record. Okay, you know uh, the Pogues, the band The Pogues? No. Who's that? The Pogues. They they backed Bob Dylan. Poga? What, po, like Pogo Stick? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I know. Of course I know the Pogues. All right, all right. <laughs> so the po- so so what did your friend uh, Larry Romano do? Was that his name, Larry Romano? <laughs> yeah, it's Larry Romano. No, it's Dan Dan Romano. Dan, Dan Romano. Okay. Oh, I, I I should be getting paid by this guy right now. No, you shouldn't. No, no. you're you're doing the right thing here. What? What do you what? What do you what? What are you a hustler? You got? I'm gonna plug it. I'm gonna I, I'm gonna plug somebody's music, and I better turn a, a buck off of that. Uh, no, I'll take it back. He's he's genuinely a, a personal hero of mine. But so when when uh, they played, uh, I can't remember what song it was. D- uh, Dylan plays a band with the Pogues backing him, and halfway through the song, he whips out his harmonica and he's got the wrong key harmonica. Right? He's got like a harmonica in the key of A, say, and uh-huh. in the key of G, and he blows this note into the harmonica on Dave Letterman. It just goes <laughs> right, wrong note. Mm-hmm. And it takes Bob Dylan like, like two and a half minutes to find the right, the right harmonica in his box. And uh, so what Dan Romano did, he made a whole record of, uh, I think it's Infidels, but the Pogues, the Pogues, like he and his band pretend to be the Pogues throughout this entire full length of a Bob Dylan cover, cover record. Okay. But uh, he in, for that song, he's like, you know, they they play the joke, so it's you know, they play the wrong note, and then they go into the, the proper solo. It's fantastic. It seems like it's like he took an inside joke and made it <laughs> like a full like amount of works record out of it. It's in it's, it's, it's incredible. Well, that's why. But uh, you know, you got to check him out. Mm-hmm. You got to check him out. I, I sincerely recommend him. He's fantastic. Well, what should I check out? Oh my God! We put out a country record called uh, "Content to Point the Way." If you like, if you're into like kind of throwback country stuff, he did some of that. But his punk stuff, he's in a band called Ancient Shapes. He's the front man of this band, Ancient Shapes. And if if you want to start somewhere, maybe that's like pretend pretend you got two arms to start with. Ancient Shapes on one side, start there with the self-titled Ancient Shapes. Mm-hmm. And then on the Daniel Romano proper side, his band's called The Outfit. So it's Daniel Romano on The Outfit. And they got okay. my favorite record, I guess, right now. What's your favorite song on Ancient Shapes? Either Ancient Shapes or Hurricane Lady. Yeah, I like that. That's great. I'm gonna check that out. It's freaking awesome! Yeah, check him out. He's he's worth it. Oh, uh, hey, uh, Daniel, it's me, uh, Jesse. I uh, was plugging you on the best show. Do you hear that? <laughs> I gotta get uh, you, any chance you 
I mean, I was really talking you up. Then Tom said he was going to listen to it, and he, was, he played a little bit of, uh, you know, he played a little bit of Hurricane Lady on the show because I told him to play it. Uh, any uh, that's ex- any that's chance true. anything uh, might make it my way? Any uh, slide a little, uh, uh, slide a couple tunies my way, huh? <laughs> what do you think? Spot on, spot on. So, well, I'm going to check it. I'm going to get more. I'm going to listen to it. I'm excited about this. You've got records and records and records to listen to. You could probably do it across. No, 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 no. I was looking for something like this. I'm serious. I'm not, I'm not kidding. I'm excited about this. It's it's fantastic. I I pay for almost every record he puts out, but it's hard because he puts out so many of them. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. You know, you're sure putting out a lot of stuff. Uh, Sure wouldn't mind if I could get a couple freebies, you know, because uh, I'm kind of on the team now, a little bit of doing PR for you. I mean, if you can't just pay me outright, you could um, you just at least give me some free merch. I mean, uh, you got a green vinyl on that one? Uh, is there colored vinyl on any of these? Where's the, where's the download card with this? Hey, Daniel, it's uh, hey Daniel, it's uh, Jesse calling again. I know it's pretty late, but... Uh, <laughs> I'm uh, I'm checking through this. Uh, you know, I, I just I was checking my my copy of uh, Finally Free doesn't have a download card with it. Uh, <laughs> what's going on with this, man? I mean, seriously. Tom, you you it's a, well, 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 what led you to call the show tonight, my friend? Oh man, what, what was it? Again, no. What was it? You don't remember? You got me all. You got me all down. Okay. Okay, all right. buddy. It was, all right. Okay, here it was. It was, uh, it was the topic, right? Yeah. I'm right. sure it was the topic. <laughs> um, why didn't anybody tell me about John Cale sooner? I'm a musical guy. You know, mm. I, I, like, I like music. Sure. But I had to find out about John Cale. I'm embarrassed to say it, but I had to find out about John Cale through, like, there's a new Andy Samberg movie. <laughs> like, he, play, he played uh, Barracuda. In a, uh, not he. You know, the producers of the film decided they would like to pay for the song Barracuda by John Cale. Well, that's a proud moment that you find out about the music of John Cale, one of the true geniuses I, I of, of our time. Through oh. Andy Samberg's an Andy Samberg movie, which I, movie? I, you know, I'm looking into it, and I'm like, you know, I've heard, you know, I've heard Paris in 19, uh, 1917. I've heard these songs. Mm-hmm. I'm not drawing. Oh, you heard Paris 1917? What's that sound like? Does it sound anything like the album Paris 1919? I'm kidding. I'm just being a jerk now. I'm just teasing you, Jesse. I'm giving you that old Canadian wit there. So, well, right. No, you again, spot on. I did my time up there four months. What'd you think? <laughs> Be honest, Tom. I've seen better. I loved it, but I also the pizza was a big turnoff. I'm Jesse in Toronto. I'm not Jesse from Toronto. You know. Ah, I love it. It's taking that step away. Taking that step away. How's that going to go over with Daniel Romano? Taxes, but I don't know. Oh, he's from Welland. He would be—he would probably hate that I that I said he was from Toronto. I just—I mm-hmm. just got stuck there, so I said him. But 
He's down sure. the road. I went. I got you. I got you. I got you, buddy. Yeah. 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 But you know, so I'm, uh, you know, I'm like passively, I'm trying not to dive too hard into John Cale. Cause it doesn't seem like the stuff you want to dive too hard into too fast, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, but I love this record fear. Like it's, it seems to be early on, you know, I've listened to his first record and now this, and uh, I'm wondering, I'm looking for a copy first of all, but it's impossible. But, uh, I want to know, cause you're a fan. Where do I go? Where do I go? Where do you go from fear? Where do I go from fear? You like Paris 1919? Yeah. You like fear? What are you? Do you are you familiar with uh, the first one's Vintage Violence? You know that one? The song Barracuda. Sorry, which record? Vintage Violence. You know that song or that album? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the first record. Yeah, I've listened to Vintage Violence. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's not the first record, but it's the first one I found. Uh, but I don't know this this song Barracuda. I'm trans. I listen to it first thing when I get up for like a week. You know, it's like get you uh, all fired up. Like one of the most wonderful songs about death mm-hmm. I've ever heard. It's great. It's just it's, it's lovely. You know what I'd say for you next? Why don't you go to uh, do the one that's uh, um. Man, what was that? What's that one? Why am I blanking? Hold on. Let me look at the titles. There's one that's, um, I cannot believe I'm blanking on it. It's, um, yeah. Cause I'm going through rec, I'm going through record shops right now and I'm looking at the stuff that's available and it looks, uh-huh. it looks it's all later stuff. And I don't want to go, I don't want to go late right now. Okay. You know? right. Take it easy. Do Helena Troy next. Uh, perfect. Helen of Troy. And then also check out church of anthrax, which is a, a uh, more uh, long form experimental record he did. Um, All right. That uh, he did with Terry Riley, which is great. I love it. Okay. Good. You can love it, man. Thank you. Good. All right, and, buddy. Oh, wait, and, and something, I, I, can, I, can I give something for the nerds, the best show listener nerds out there? Yeah, yeah, give something for the nerds. First one to tell them. Uh, so. I had, a, I had trouble today trying to play the best show on my, on my Chromebook. Cause I guess they don't put flash up there anymore. Mm-hmm. So if you need to listen live and you're on a Chromebook or some new computer, these things, you know, you got them every five years, go to uh, download Puffin browser and it'll still play flash. That's the only way I could figure it out. Dudia. Thoughts on that? Or, or you just go to thebestshow.net slash Chrome. Oh, really? Yeah. I love it. Thank you. Yeah. That'll, that'll hook you up on anything uh, Android or Chrome, and you'll be able to use the player. You guys rock. Yeah, man. You guys rock. Yeah. All right, buddy. You have a great night. All right, man. You too. Yeah, yeah. So, this topic. How did this one come about? Well, a week and a half ago. It was a Saturday night. A night like any other. And I... 
went to the movies. That's right. I went to the movies. I'm out and about. I'm trying to do my thing. I got my mask on. I'm being safe. And when I say mask, I did not have a crumpled up uh, McDonald's napkin in my mouth this time. I'm wearing a proper, proper N95, right? Proper N95. I take that thing. I go to the New Beverly. There's a theater in Los Angeles called the New Beverly. It's owned by uh, owned by one of your favorites, Mike. The owner of the New Beverly. Do you know who that is? Mike, no? That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> He's muted. He's fine. He's, He's muted. Where is Mike? That's fine. No, no, it's good. That's good. Don't worry. It's Quentin Tarantino. Has his movie theater. And it's great. So I go to this theater. And I'm going to go see the song Remains the Same, which comes out, which is the Led Zeppelin concert movie from the 70s. And I go to this theater, and I'm I'm as, as, as sober as a judge. I go to see this thing. Midnight show. Midnight show, just like in the old days. The theater at the multiplex has a midnight thing, a Rocky Horror or or whatever. But this time they got, they do midnight screenings there every weekend. One night is generally a Quentin Tarantino movie. I think that's usually the Fridays. And then the Saturdays are um, something like a, like a movie that would be cool to see at midnight. So I um, go to the uh, theater solo. I get there. I'm walking there. A block away from the theater, some guy, nice guy, says to me, hey, you like candy? And I say, yeah, I do. And he says, because I got some candy. You go in the movie? I'm like, yeah, I, I, um, I'm going to see Song Remains the Same. He goes, you want some candy? And I says, um, what kind of candy you got? He says, I got these, these gummies. So then I says, um, but this ain't no, uh, I look, I look him up and down, and this this guy, he looked kind of like, uh, he kind of looked like if you crossed um, Tom Sizemore, like late late era Tom Sizemore now, crossed with uh, Prime Richard Keel. He just had that vibe going on, but he looks like a he looks like a trustworthy sort. So he hands me a gummy and I'm like, let me ask you a question before I put this thing in my mouth. And he goes, yeah. I said, this, this isn't one of those, uh, weed, weed gummies, right? He goes, no, would I do that to you? And I go, okay. I eat the gummy. Yomp, yomp, yomp. And I walk to the theater, 
and I'm walking to the theater and I go, I get in, take my seat. Then the movie starts. And then suddenly I feel a little wobbly. And I says to myself, hold on a second. This certainly seems like that might've been one of these weed gummies I hear about all the time. And the movie's playing and I'm watching this and I'm just like, that guy in the street, the guy who looked like Tom Sizemore crossed with Richard Keel, just gave me a weed gummy. Because you know me, I'm as I'm as, as straight as they come. I don't do these things. I got tricked. Straight up hoodwinked. Now I'm watching the song remains the same. And I'm I'm, I'm flying high. Watching this thing. And I'm watching this movie. And suddenly, this movie that I never had a huge, look, I like it. I like it. Of course, I like Song Remains the Same. I like it a lot. But I'd never seen it in a theater. And now I'm seeing it on this, with this 35 millimeter print that was really beautiful. It was, and the sound is great. This print was clean, and that's the that's one of the appealing things about the new Beverly is that the prints, it's everything's on film, and it was the sound was great. I'm having the time of my life, and I says to myself partway through this movie, I says. Why didn't anyone tell me sooner that this movie, which I never in, overly enjoyed, thought it was just fine, suddenly is the best thing I ever saw in my life. Why didn't anybody tell me you're supposed to watch Song Remains the Same? You're supposed you're supposed, supposed to be uh, you're supposed to be you're supposed to have something going on in your in your in your uh, a noodle. You know what I mean? And look, I'll say this. I've assembled a task force. We are going to catch the person that handed me that gummy and, yes, made me eat it, made me eat it against my will. It's a little scared. I will now say I will upgrade to I felt threatened and had to eat it. And suddenly I'm watching. I'm like, this may be the best thing I ever saw in my life. Jimmy Page swinging a sword around with rainbows coming off of it. Holy guacamole. And look, I still consider myself straight edge. I'm still going to say I'm straight edge because this guy tricked me. Look, if I would have gone to the theater with a gummy in my pocket and said, yeah, I'm just going to watch a movie and eat it when it starts and then have a fun time on a Saturday night, that'd be one thing. That'd make me a criminal. But I was tricked. You hear me? Tricked. No choice in the matter. 
how how on earth did I not know that this movie was designed for people to be high watching? How did I not know that? Studio, how? How did I not know that? I don't know. Uh, it's pretty clear. With like the, clear to me though. The red eyes and everything and what he's in a field. Oh no, now I get all of it. I understand literally all of it. I bet it's amazing. I've never seen it in that state, and now I want to. Not by eating something off the street. No, and I made it <laughs> I look and I just feel like and I want to organize this task force. If we can catch this guy, <laughs> we gotta get this guy off the street. Because, look, if I had just shown up saying, like I said, if I had shown up with my own little gummy in my pocket and just popped in my mouth when the movie started, that'd be one thing. That's on me. This, this guy was huge, too. Again, I said Richard Keel. He was like Richard Keel with some serious Sizemore vibes. Did he have, like, a bag in his hand? Had he given other people these gummies throughout the night? Or did he just appear for you? Disappeared for me as best I could tell. He didn't go to the movie himself? I didn't see him there, no. Oh, wow. I didn't see Unusual. him in the theater. I mean, I, I've heard, you know, from regular pot smokers that gummies have really made them almost catatonic. So I was expecting the store to take a really, you know, no, I had, the time, I had the time of my life. You kidding? Okay, no, no. I, I, you're the first one. And was it a large piece or was it, it like it a depends. little tiny? It was a full gummy. It depends on the gummy. gummy. It depends yeah. on the gummy, Mike. Yeah. Well, I've gone back and I've talked to the police um, and we're shutting good. these uh, dispensaries down. Me and my this this task force I'm putting together. <laughs> Please don't. We're going from ta- we're going from dispensary to dispensary uh, making citizens arrests <laughs> and uh I go in and I have a picture that I drew of the guy and it's pretty much just me drawing a picture of Richard Keel. And I drew a picture of Tom Sizemore. And I usually need to like do like a light bulb that I can slide both pieces of paper, one over the top of the other, and then they can look at it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, um, I feel like we're going to catch this guy. I feel like it's imminent. I feel, and if you're, if you're listening, I want to say this. If the guy who gave me this, this gummy and, and told me it was just a piece of candy. If you're out there, we're going to get you. You can run, but you can't hide. I need to stop this from happening to other people. Right? No, I mean, you had a good experience. I, you know, like I said, I've heard, you know, nightmares. Mike, it was the stories. worst night of my life. <laughs> what do you second? Because I was deceived. There was oh, an element right. of deception okay. to it. Well, was again, the, you had the time again, of your life, though. I'm just going to say this. What? I had the time of my life, and it was the worst night of my life. I, I need to know more about the candy, though. Was it wrapped, or was this in his hot hand? It wasn't in his hot hand. He had a little plastic bag. And you reached in the bag and just grabbed one. He wrote on the side of it. I real I realized later it was written on. I thought it was I thought it was some sort of low key um packaging, kinda like that Kanye West album that he did where he wrote with a magic marker on the C D. I thought it was like a Yeezy. 
You didn't yeah. ask what what strain it was? Strain? I just thought it was candy. Yeah. <laughs> he wouldn't have asked <laughs> about <tough>. strain. <laughs> Something sounds fishy with this story. Well, we got to catch this guy. <laughs> this has to stop. <laughs> this cannot stand. So if anybody has any leads on this guy also, let me know. I did and this. I'm telling you again, you can't run. Well, you can run, but you can't hide. I did the same thing with uh, McCartney 3 the other night. I got, yeah. I got really high, not from some hand candy, but uh, just. When you call it hand candy, it makes it seem even worse <laughs> somehow. But it's all Please I can call picture. It, it is literally all I can picture. It was in a bag. It was in, it was okay. in a little plastic bag. Was it at least warm from his hand? No, it was not warm. It was in his pocket. <laughs> okay. But I listened to McCartney 3, hi, yeah. and it was fantastic. Uh-huh. And I know Mike hates that record. But it's You hate weird. that record, Mike? I don't remember having a strong opinion one way or the other. Oh, man, there were like 50 tweets. Were there? Yeah, there was <laughs> I like, remember. You, don't, you didn't like the lavatory song. I think it's called Lavatory Lil. Oh, oh this is the, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. Mike called this one McCartney 3 Audience Zero. (laughs) I remember Mike referred to it as. I forgot even what the name of it was. I, you know, I didn't realize it was the most recent one. Wow. Is that his most recent one? Yeah, that's his most recent one. Okay. And it's fantastic. Yeah, that was terrible. Now, Dudio, I haven't heard this McCartney 3 album yet. Uh Uh-huh. I'm saving it for the right uh, moment. Um. Do you have a, a why didn't anyone tell me sooner? You know, I, these I, I was texting Kristen when we when you were coming to us because I'm like these happen to me all the time, um, uh-huh. but they're uh, they're just not coming to me right now. There are two sort of ones that I'll tell you really quickly though. Um, I always forget that Super Dave and Albert Brooks were brothers. Okay. So every time I see that, I'm like, well, why, why, why am I the last to know this? Yeah. And I've known know. that like more so many times, but I watched the Super Dave movie over the mm. weekend, which was really great. And, you know what I liked about the Super Dave movie is that everybody was that ever, all the people that, that did on camera testimonials that they all dressed up for it. I thought they really showed a, <laughs> they really showed a reverence for, right, um, right. Like I've I've seen people uh, I've seen people at a uh, at a uh, at the uh, hometown buffet dressed uh, better than they were dressed. They were dressed as if it was, it was just like, yeah, hey, um, hey, hey, uh, Jeff Garland and Sarah Silverman, we're gonna make this. Uh, we're gonna talk to you about for for the Super Dave movie. We're gonna talk about your friend your fallen comrade well i'm dressed to wash my car right now i actually i'm just about to wash my car can i at least have 10 minutes and change to to put on something nice no we don't have the time can we reschedule no you got it we got to shoot it today well i guess i'm gonna wear what i'm wearing right now jeff garland wearing a shirt chicago music exchange or something like that (laughs) yeah 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 i mean Super Dave was unbelievable. I also like that we got to watch in that documentary, which is seven, 70 minutes long, 
a good 20 minutes of that 70 minutes is watching other people watch Super Dave yeah. footage. And look, I liked it. Overall, I liked it. It's a good, it's a, it's a good movie. It was touching, and it's a, a fine tribute to this guy. But, um, yeah, but past that, just put something nice on when you're going to go do a documentary, huh? Just put put on a book, put on a Jeff Garland. Don't wear your Chicago Music Exchange shirt. Put something nice on. You can't put a nice button down shirt on. Some nice slacks. You can't go get some nice Hagar slacks out of the closet. <laughs> right? You can't, you can't swing by Old Navy, pick up some nice slacks. Men's warehouse. Men's warehouse. Yeah. Pleated. Some pleated, you can't get some pleated pants. <laughs> they Thank still you. around. Yeah. Yeah, they still are. The other yeah. the other one I was gonna say real quick. Yeah. Yeah. Is I've been I've never really you I mean you played a lot of it on the show, but I've never really gotten into the fall. It's oh, a band okay. that's pretty uh um pretty foreign to me in terms mm-hmm. of haven't really listened and i've been listening to a little and enjoying it so mm-hmm. yeah that's that's something what do you like what 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 did you like what era are you listening to i was listening to i don't even know what what era should i be listening to well you should listen to all eras my friend right but which one is tops um from 70 i would say from 78 on to 2003 is kind of the peak okay uh no, you could listen to any part. Like, really, it's just different. They just changed, they changed shape, changed form over and over. You can't go, you kind of can't go wrong with any of it. All right. The 90s stuff is interesting in its own right. The 90s stuff is amazing. Not even just interesting. The 90s stuff is some of the best stuff he ever did. Yeah, I um, had I had the infotainment scan. I had a copy of okay. that. Okay, yeah. And well, I like that record. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I would say poke around yeah I, let's see here you want another breakdown here I'll, let me look at the discography i'll tell you three that cover three different eras you can listen to all right here we go yeah i would listen to um maybe listen to the 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 slates no no i listen to um man what what, what am i why am i blanking on it no 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 Listen to um to Hex Induction Hour gives you a good feel for the first version of the Fall more or less or the Slates EP. Then go to um maybe Code Selfish um it's a pretty good pretty good one to jump or or uh, you know um yeah Code Selfish. Because you can't, again, again, there's no wrong version of this. And then check out, um, for one of the late, late period records, um, what was that really good one? Man. It was the one that had, uh, 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 the, 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 the football song on it. Um, yeah, well, check those two. At, okay. not, not, yeah, let's yeah. start there. I will start there. Yeah, Country on the perfect. Click, maybe? Is that what I'm thinking? Yeah, check out Country on the Click. That's a great one, too. Theme from Sparta FC. 
yeah, can't go wrong with the with the fall. Hell yeah! Well, welcome, welcome, Dudio. Welcome to to the fall. Thank you. Welcome to the weird and frightening world of the fall. Is that the next so far? No, it's not. The fall. <laughs> the fall would be. No, that's it's just because it's it would there wouldn't be enough variation in it, honestly. Yeah, because it's all at such a high. I find it to be all at such an insanely high level, and there's eight million albums. We need to we need to say to everybody. So far, is going to be winding down soon, uh, because they're just aren't or we're getting to the end of the run well it'll be something i think there'll be like two more episodes three. and then maybe three more episodes yeah. and then some some pickup episodes and every now and again for certain releases that come out post so far is that fair to say yeah because there's going to be 10 nail releases yeah, a year absolutely so. So we want to just cover that stuff. Uh, we'll we'll stay on top of that in the big picture. But Mike, you there? Yeah, I'm here, Tom. Pat, I had some Pat, uh, technical difficulties. Uh, that's all right. Is there a Pat? Are you there? Yes. We need to figure out what would be a good catalog for the four of us to go far because now now we're known as the So Far Boys. And yes. That's, uh, yep. But what what's next? What should what should we what 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 artists can we go top to bottom on their catalog and listen and evaluate and discuss? Any thoughts? Who's got thoughts? The Kinks. Mm, I don't know. For some reason that that doesn't that doesn't uh, set me on fire. Well, we once said Weezer. Yeah, that'd be pretty bleak. <laughs> and there's also a Weezer podcast. For I said they yeah. do Weezer, and two, two yeah. different. I think two different Weezer people got mad at me. Yeah, but those can't be good. We would do a good one. No, they. I think they <laughs> listen to the show, Jason. You think they? they oh, I'm sure they're. Great. I'm sure they're fantastic. Yeah, there you go. Who would you want to do, Pat? Anybody? Um. Hmm. Neutral Milk Hotel. That'd be a short one. Yeah, it'd be one episode. Yeah, I could handle that. <laughs> Pat, have to be music. Can it be um, movies or? Uh... No, I'd like to do me. I think music is fun for that. You talked about doing a Lou Reed. Uh... Well, Lou Reed, I have. There's a whole other thing for Lou. Look. Maybe we do the Adam Sandler, Lou Reed podcasts that I figured out. Yeah. I have a track listing where I have each, <laughs> I broke it down. I know how each one would connect to the other. Really? I, I already figured it out. Yeah. Can I have you give a, us I ha- a, tr- uh, a tease? Let me see if I have the list. Because I wanted to do a podcast where you were the movies of Adam Sandler and the albums of Lou Reed are listened to and watched um is it one for one it isn't one for one but it comes out pretty um pretty interesting let's see here we go i do have the list open i command you open open here we go first episode Lou Reed self-titled and Billy Madison. 
Transformer and Happy Gilmore. Berlin and the Wedding Singer. Sally Can't Dance and the Water Boy. Rock and Roll <laughs> Animal and Big Daddy. Oh my Metal God. Machine Music and Little Nicky. Lou Reed Live and Mr. Deeds. Coney Island Baby and Punch Drunk Love. These see these track. Yeah, they, they actually do. make sense next to each other. Rock and Roll Heart would go with the animated work of Adam Sandler. Eight Crazy Nights and Hotel Transylvania 1, 2, and 3. <laughs> Street Hassle and Anger Management. That lines up perfectly, I'm Jesus. telling you. Take No Prisoners and 51st Dates. The Bells and The Longest Yard. Growing Up in Public goes with Click. This works. Um, How did you uh, come upon this? I mean. This idea? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I have um, uh, 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 mental problems, Mike, and my brain takes me. Sometimes they work against me. And oh, no, I thought maybe you, you listen they work to for me. You listen to one record and then you oh, I listen to all the Lou Reed albums. Uh-huh. Uh, I went on a tear and listened to everything. Uh huh. And um, yeah, there was that box set, right? There was a box set of just everything, and yeah. I. Somebody on on Twitter saying Genesis. No thing. Oh my God! Can <laughs> no, you imagine? I love Genesis, no. but I couldn't do that. I would. I would one thousand percent be into doing the well, uh, let's talk the about Lou it. Reed yeah. Adam thing after so far. What about uh? Yeah, either that or yeah. Maybe we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. I want to hear the audience. The audience can weigh in on this also. We want to hear what you think as well. What would be a good follow-up? Um, okay. We'll figure that out in the upcoming, uh, the upcoming month. We'll figure that out because so far we'll be over sooner than later. It's going to end. And I know people are going to be sad when it ends. I want to be ready for the next. Uh, I want to be ready for what's next. I'm going to play a record. We'll be right back. Here's something from Ty Siegel. This is from his amazingly perfect album, Freedom's Goblin. Let's listen to Cry, Cry, Cry. Ah, Ty Siegel, Freedom's Goblin. Great album from a few years ago. Cry, Cry, Cry. Yeah, you know, a lot of people weighing in here on what we should do next uh, after so far ends. Fleetwood Mac. What do you think about that? That might be fun. Doing the blues years into Mike. Yeah, that sounds good. I don't know a lot of that early stuff. That, That would be interesting. Pat? What about the Beach Boys? Oh, I can't. <laughs> I've done Tom, too much Beach Tom, Boys stuff. Tom's in my an obsessive, obsessive. But like I was, those, I was like, obsessive. those late eighties and late seventies albums are pretty crazy. Yeah, but I, what are we going to do? Listen to "Keeping the Summer Alive." Yeah, the the the, 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 the I, can't, I can't do. I can't. I I, I can't. Pat the oh, light the album. I, yeah, it's terrible. Miu, no. I think we found it. I think we I think it's so awful that we might have. Oh, please, no. How about all the records produced by Rick Rubin? Oh, God. 
That's, no, that's interesting. <laughs> that's, Wait a minute. That's not that's a bad re- idea, Mike. That's Wait, really interesting. I, I love oh blood God. sugar sex magic. <laughs> Mike, Simon. please don't tell me we're doing this because now it seems very appealing. That's so appealing. Oh, no. no, after I hate after, I hate how much sense that makes. <laughs> after I watched the Hulu series, I for the first time ever, I, I put on the Metallica album he produced because I was just curious. I was like, what did, did he do to them? <laughs> and I only made it a, like a song or two oh in, in. But if I was forced to listen to all of this stuff, I mean, that would be interesting. Right, here's I, the short list. Wow. Here's the short right list. Here. Fleetwood Mac. The short list is, is Adam Sandler, is the Lou Reed Adam Sandler show. Fleetwood Mac. The 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 Rick Rubin production pro, the Rubin the Rick Rubin production and we would do that by year because I'm going to read you a year of uh, Rick Rubin's production here in a okay. second and this is going to blow your mind. Okay, we're ready. Are you ready? Oh, I thought you were still doing the short list. Yeah. Oh, no, okay. that's fine. I thought you were taking the bus somewhere. <laughs> Oh, hold on. Hold on, Tom. I'll be there. Hold on. Um, okay, so 1990, the year 1990 alone, we would be covering uh, the Black Crows, Shake Your Money Maker, Andrew Dice Clay, The Day the Laughter Died, oh, this is Danzig 2, Lucifuge, oh, no. Slayer, Seasons in the Abyss, Ghetto Boys, The Ghetto Boys, Trouble by Trouble, and Wolf's Bane's All Hell's Breaking Loose down at Little Kathy Wilson's Place. Say that great idea, Mike. Mike. Yeah. Well, I've been having fun with Rick on uh, Twitter. Are you, do you talking see, to him? No. Well, do you, do you follow him? No, I don't. Well, lately he's been framing his tweets. He'll say something really kind of cliched, mm-hmm. attribute him, you know, himself. So he's quoting himself mm-hmm. in these framed tweets. Like all greats do. Yeah, like all greats I'm do. looking at one right now. <laughs> this, is, this is spectacular. <laughs> Leave room for interpretation. Rick and then he'll, he'll take it down the next day. It's so profound. Okay. You've, you've got you to catch it when it appears. Because then it's, yeah. it's gone by the next day. Yeah. So I started it's only one tweet my a tweet. day from this yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah. Then every other tweet gets wiped. Yeah. <laughs> So he's doing, he's doing like his, uh, these are like his, uh, his, uh, Brian Eno, uh, trading cards, the thing, but for, but for idiots. <laughs> yeah. I think he thinks they're Zen cones that we can yeah. just study all day, yeah. you know, and just yeah. have, have a profound experience. Yeah. There's not Zen cones. They're soft serve cones. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only cone. <laughs> um, now this is uh, Mike. Damn, damn you, Mike! <laughs> yeah, here's here's another. But we're gonna keep taking suggestions from uh-huh. people. But damn it, Mike! <laughs> you might have you might have you might have stuck the landing on this one. How many points? <sighs> Mike, if this is the one we do, you get three hundred fifty thousand points. <laughs> it's pretty much it's pretty much 
all the points. <laughs> and this counts for his albums that he executive produced as well, right? Because yeah. There's oh, some yeah. This would be there. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Other somebody else said yes. Oh, yes would be so much fun <laughs> if we just called it yes. <laughs> right. I do yes. We called it yes, no, maybe. But I tell you, this Rick Rubin thing, oh. Mike, I, I, my God, I think it's got variety. Yeah, I oh, think it leaves I, a lot I, of I, lot of space for some humor. I can't stand how perfect it is. I, there are Dixie Chicks records. There are Shakira records. I can't. System of a Down. I, I can't stand how perfect this idea is. Live Biscuit. I've, I've no, I don't know how. You, I well, like I said, he, he's been on my mind the last couple of days. Yeah. And I'm going to say this. Mike. Yeah. You put your you put your you, 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 you're setting the standard here. I hope I hope uh, <laughs> I hope people are taking notes. I don't know what to say. I almost want to just say yes. That's what we're doing I next. Almost think we. But have I want to out of out of uh, almost just out of decorum. I'm trying to just not immediately pull the trigger on with, <laughs> that. That's what we're doing next. Just so it doesn't go to your head too much. <laughs> well, here we go. Uh, Wes. Uh, as always, always chimes in, and he he has an idea for a show called Lords of the Ringo, an exploration of all Ringo Starr's solo output and year by year reviews of the All Star Band set list. <laughs> that's that's the only thing that I've seen giving it a run for the money. Yeah, but I gotta say, Mike, I almost want to just say that's what we're doing next right now, but I don't. I understand. Just you to, want to think it over. Oh. No, I, I, I don't even want to think it over. I made my decision. Honestly, I made the decision already where I'm at on it. I just don't want you to be too high and mighty, but you that you just landed it so perfectly <laughs> that I feel like it feels like uh, I feel like it's like I feel like Solieri right now. I'm like, how did this guy do it? How does this guy do it so effortlessly? Here's the thing. I didn't even. I don't even know the vastness of it. You know. And, oh, and it's insane. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Well, it's insane. I, all right. Well, here's what we would do in 1994: Johnny Cash, American Recordings, Sir Mix a Lot, Chief Bootnaka, <laughs> Slayer, Divine Intervention, Danzig, Danzig Four, Tom Petty, Wildflowers, Andrew Dice Clay, Dice Live at Madison Square Garden. Deconstruction, deconstruction, milk, never dated. Okay, we're doing this. <laughs> yeah. This is it. I'm pulling. The, we're announcing it right now. Uh-huh. The when so far wraps up, three more episodes to go. Yeah. After that, after that, it's um. <laughs> what should it be called? Who ordered the Reuben? <laughs> I was thinking. I was thinking yes. Reuben esque. Rubenesque, uh, Mike, and now Mike's come out with the titles too. Yeah, I'm also just leave Rubenesque. <laughs> oh my god, would you take? Would you? Would you take some limitless pills or something, Mike? <laughs> yeah. Oh right. Yeah. You got some limitless pills going down over there. <laughs> no, no, it was uh, seeing those Rick Rubin tweets the last couple <laughs> days. I mean. It's like wow, this guy. Oh, no. We gotta have some fun with this guy. Oh no, it's what we're doing. <laughs> we'll start off. It'll be hose and the Beastie Boys, right? Yeah, 
Yeah. What are the early ones? Hose, so 81 is the pricks, the pricks. Hose mm-hmm. by Hose in 83. Mm-hmm. T. La Rock and Jazzy J. It's Yours in 84. Mm-hmm. LL Classic. Cool J. I Need a Beat. Unbelievable. Beastie Boys Rock Hard. Run DMC. King of Rock. Jazzy J. Def Jam. Cold Chillin' in the Spot. Jimmy oh, yeah. Spicer. This Is It. Beat the Clock. Hollis Cruz. It's the Beat. LL Cool J Radio, Run DMC, Raising Hell, Slayer, Rain and Blood, Beastie Boys, License to Ill. I mean, uh, I, I, well, congratulations, everybody. <laughs> you mark it on your calendar. 2022 is going to bring an exciting new show called Ruben S <laughs> to the best show uh, Patreon yeah. network. Um, and I'll work on getting him to come in. I mean, I'm still working on him to follow me. Well, I would see how like, many followers, yeah. how many people zero, you follow? Zero, zero, zero. Yeah. <laughs> He's one of those guys. That's, you know, when you're, you're a class act, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was his mantra, was to, to, yeah. to lead and not follow. Yeah. So just to do it. Does everybody agree this is what we're doing next? I agree. Is, is all this stuff, you think, as readily available? Yeah, oh, yeah. We'll have to get it. We'll have to get it if it's stuff. not. Yeah. Uh-huh. Pat? Planet Rock. Pat's in great Ruben-esque. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta go fast through so far because I can't wait to start <laughs> Ruben-esque now. I almost want to take we a gotta, break. We gotta get so far over with now. <laughs> like we're both gonna be, we're all gonna be listening to some stupid Stephen Stills album, <laughs> thinking about we could be listening to a Slayer album and yeah. an Andrew Dice Clay album. We could be listening to Eagle Eye Cherry living in the present future. Yeah. And this is going to be a, an introduction for me to Slayer. I haven't mm-hmm. gone hardly into Danzig. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it's all new terrain for me. Yeah, so my, I kind of like that idea. Mike, and we should try to get, what if we try to get different guests for it also that can give context to some of these artists to come on the show also? Yeah. We could, we could crack it open a little bit. We could like, we'll, we'll see. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. We'll he, talk about it. He in 1999 he produced the song Mr. Hanky Poo, Mr. Hanky the Christmas Poo. So we have to listen to that. <laughs> Jason's already pulling it together. I'm blown yeah. away. I am blown yeah. away by what we're going to be going through here, and I I cannot wait. I still think it could be called Who Ordered the Reuben. <laughs> <laughs> I still think that's yeah. a better title. Okay. No, I like Reuben esque. It's even my came up with a classier title. <laughs> Suddenly, I feel like I'm underdressed. I feel like I'm Jeff Garland at the. <laughs> I can't. I can't, I feel like I'm out of. I'm. 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 I'm out of my league here. I'm out of my league for my for AP Mike, making me feel out of my league. God bless. God bless everybody. That's what we're doing next. So, Pat, we got calls. We got calls. We got one, two, three, four calls. Yeah, get, give me who's been on hold longest, please. Two oh one. Hello, Besho. Hi, how are you? I'm good. To whom am I speaking? This is Simon. Simon, what's up? Oh, not too much. I'm, I'm feeling. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling. Where are, call, where are you calling from, Simon? Ontario. Simon, oh, we've argued before, right? Oh yeah. And actually, here's the thing. I had an experience last week where I think I have to agree with you about the pizza thing now. Okay, tell me about it. Well, no. It, As I said in Greece, tell me more, tell me more. No, it was, um, I got a couple of pizzas from Pizza Hut. Yeah. And 
the amount of cheese on it, it's never happened to me before where I've had a slice and then put the rest in the fridge and like, maybe later I'll be in the mood for this. Not mm-hmm. now. So what, so it was that, it was, it was way too cheesy for you? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> it was, uh, it was pretty bad. I agree with you on that, but okay. other stuff, not so much, but you know. All right. Well, what were you doing ordering Pizza Hut anyway? It's close to my house. Okay. That's that's about it. It's the closest pizza place. Well, except for Domino's, but mm-hmm. there's not too many mom and pop. Whoa, Domino's. Maybe we'll do Van, Van Morrison. No, Mike wins. We're doing Ruben-esque, a Rick Rubin podcast. I like the Ruben. Uh, Plus, you get two Weezer albums with that. Yeah, then we get our Weezer in there. You actually get the Weezer that we were talking about. You get the Neil Diamond album he did in there that has that song where it's like, and I said, hell yeah. Do you remember that song? Hell yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't. Wow. So what do you got for me, Simon? Sorry? You got something for the topic? Yeah, 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 I do. Uh, somebody recently told me, because I'm a, I'm a big popcorn fan. I love uh-huh. popcorn. Sure, who isn't? I know, right? I also want to say this, Simon. I, t- I told the story that somebody, I was drugged, right? Hmm. Did you hear the story? Did you hear, did you hear me tell that story, that harrowing tale? Yeah, I did. I, I have sympathy. I've been tricked in the same way. And I know there's people who are saying, Tom, you ate a gummy at a thing and you're being cute about it. You're pretending that you didn't just bring a gummy to the movies because you wanted to get high at a Led Zeppelin concert film. No, I didn't. This was against my will. I believe I'll you. say this. I've been there. I want to say this. I, New I Beverly. Listen up, Simon. Listen up. At the New Beverly, first of all, it's the best movie theater I've ever been at. The snack bar is a, um, a, it's a, it's a masterwork, their snack bar. They have, first of all, they got these sodas at it, right? That are, you go up there and you order like a large soda and it's, the, the stuff is cheap. First of all, it's, it's, everything is like, priced older old old style movie prices you get like a hot dog or a veggie dog it's like like three bucks or something like that it's just looks like and then the popcorn is cheap but really good but the sodas you get like a soda and at first i was like what am i going to do this soda's not it's it's not big enough am i going to run out of soda it's like no, I'm not going to run out of soda. I don't need 60 ounces of soda. They actually just sell like responsible amounts of soda so that maybe you don't have to like go to the bathroom during the movie because you just drank a liter of soda. Quentin no, I love out for you. He knows what's best. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. You can think whatever you want to think about the guy's movies. When it comes to owning a movie theater, 
He's the he's the maestro. He's the maestro at that place. The prices are good. The snacks are great. And because I was drugged, um, I kept eating. I, I went back up to the snack. But man, I think I I must have eaten about four pounds worth of snacks that night. I'm eating. I'm eating snacks, watching Jimmy Page uh, uh, play with the bowed, play his uh, his guitar with the violin bow. It was a time of my life, and also the worst experience I've ever been because I because uh, somebody took advantage of me like that and tricked me. You tricked me. It's not your fault, Tom. We're gonna get him. We're gonna get this guy. We are gonna get this guy. If he tries to cross the border. I'm there. Yeah, no, you got him. You want if you Although see him illegal if, here. If you see him at Niagara Falls. You hear that, buddy? If you're out there listening, if you see somebody who looked half like Tom Sizemore, half like Richard Keel at on the Canadian side of Niagara Falls, my guy Simon's gonna bring you in. And it's going to be like, if you, if Simon, if you're at Niagara Falls, and I know you like to go there, if you're there and you see um, somebody on the American side, I need you to lure them over somehow. Um, well, you know, to trick them, maybe, uh, maybe, do, maybe do like a, a, like a popcorn trail or something, get them to, get them <laughs> to like follow you until he crosses the border. Then you, then you get them. I'll start loudly declaring that I could really go for a non-weed gummy there right now. That's exactly, that's something. how you get them. Cause that's apparently how this, this creep gets his jollies is mm-hmm. he finds, he finds innocence like me and he, um, he tricks them. Mm-hmm. And again, the people that are saying that I'm just being cute about this and trying to be funny you're sick. You people are sick and you need help and you, you will be the next ones to get jailed after uh, this guy that I, when I catch him and after Simon for all the fighting he did with me over the Canadian pizza, you will be jailed next. Then the, my list of who will be jailed is this guy who sold me the, didn't even sell it, who gave me the gummy. He's number one, number two, Simon for arguing about Canadian pizza with me. Number three, everybody who thought I was being cute and just didn't want to admit that I got high at the movies. Um, so what do you got for me, buddy? You got something for the topic? Oh, yeah, just the popcorn thing. You got to stop the microwave before all the kernels are popped or else it dries out. This has been a big thing for me. So you put microwave popcorn in. Yeah. And how long is it supposed to stay in for? I'm going to give you a range, minute 30, 230. And I always, always okay. go, like, oh, 230, because then all the kernels are popped. You get max amount, right? But yeah. It's, dry. it's like horse feed or something. Uh-huh. Horse feed? Well, I imagine the horse would like it. They like yeah. dry stuff. Eat oats. Yeah. Horses do like oats. So so that's your trick. Is how, when, when should you properly take popcorn out of the microwave then? Well, I just I just wait until I hear the kernels popping at the maximum, uh-huh. and then I jam the stop button real fast. Ah, so it's a it's a you you need to have your the five senses ready. Yeah, I'm standing with my ear pressed against the microwave. Okay, I follow. If that microwave doesn't leak, I'm done for. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. No. Well, you also might be done for anyway. You're not supposed to press your head against the microwave. Free country? Oh, no. I didn't say you couldn't do it. I'm just saying you might be radiating your head also by doing it. That's all I'm saying. You do all you want. You want to stick your head in the microwave? You do that. I don't care. Well, I do care if you stick your head in it. I actually do care about that. Don't do that. (laughs) Somebody's going to chop that audio, that two seconds of audio, and post it somewhere. Tom Sharpling endorses putting your head in the microwave. Well, now that you gave them the idea, they're going to do that. Yeah. How dare you? I'm moving you first on the list now. I'm moving you right. In, I'm moving you first in front of the guy who uh, dosed me at the movies. I don't think they could take me in. All right, we'll find out. <laughs> we'll find out. All right, buddy. Thanks for the call. Yeah, thanks. You have a nice. You too. Yeah, thanks. Uh, give me another call, Pat, please. Hello. Hello. Hi. Best show. Uh, hey, this, uh, this is Nolan in, uh, Oregon. Hi, Nolan. This is Tom, the host of the best show. Hey, Tom, how's it going? I'm good. What, to what do I owe the pleasure of this call? Uh, I had one for the topic, but I was a little confused about the wording. Okay. Is it, so it's, uh, I wish someone had told me sooner. Yeah. Is it okay. like, um, I wish, like, oh, I feel stupid for not knowing about this, or like thinking it was this way, but it's actually this way, or is it like, oh, this thing's awesome, I wish someone... Buddy, buddy it's whatever, would you just give me what you got. <laughs> okay, I, uh, um, for a long time I thought, uh, this is like sort of a dumb very small one, but recently I realized that uh, George Harrison didn't write Norwegian Wood. He just played the star on it. John Lennon wrote it. He played the sitar on it. What's that? The sitar. Oh, sorry. I, I thought I said star. You said star. Oh, I, man. The instrument is a sitar. S-I-T-A-R. Yeah. yeah. Looks like you got a twofer tonight, huh? You wish somebody told you it was a sitar, not a star. Yeah, I had no idea. That's fine. Look, you're learning. That's what we're here to do in life, my friend. Learn. I'm learning. I learned never to just eat a gummy off the street that a stranger offers me. And that when there's a bag of candy that just has written in magic marker on it, candy, that's not some low-key, uh, that's not some low-key marketing. That's probably something he just wrote on with a marker. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. So what do you got? Yeah, that's a, that's good. I get it. I get it. So you like that song? <laughs> I Oh, I like that song. I just thought George Harrison wrote it. Because he played the sitar on it. Yeah. So, like, I feel like it changes things dramatically knowing that he, did like, did not write that. Like, I don't want to say, like, takes points away from him, but, like, that it would take points away from who? George Harrison? 
Yeah, I don't know. I like that song. It was kind of like, oh, good yeah. for him for writing that song. Well, why would it take points away? Think about it this way. John Lennon writes this song, and George Harrison says, you know what, my friend and bandmate? I'm taking your song to the next level. That's how good of a friend I am. I'm going to play this instrument on it. It's going to give it a whole different feel. I'm taking your song to the next level. That's what friends are for. That's a great point, actually. Doesn't that make you give George Harrison more points now? Totally. No, I I agree. I just thought, like, because he defines the song so strongly in that way, I was always under the impression that he wrote the song, and I kind of sing similarly, so I was, I just figured it was, like, George Harrison singing it. Oh. You live? That's a good point. He, he, he takes it to the next level. Yeah, that's what he did for his friend. I Never love it. That, like. Yeah. Well, that's what it's like being in a band. <laughs> I had a very similar thing, because I had a college band, right? I was starting a college band, and... Uh, with the guys at my frat house. And um, there's one guy auditioned that he was just too good for us. He was in the frat. And I was like, you can't be in the band. You're making us all feel self-conscious now uh, because you're too good. And he was like, what do you mean? I'm the best musician you got. And I was like, yeah, I know. It's making me too self-conscious. He said, I'm going to go start my own band then. He's like, He's like, screw you. I'm going to start my own band, and it's going to be 10 times as good as your band. You know what band he went and started? Creed. Uh, Creed. Creed. He's a guitarist for Creed. It, yeah. Does that mean he's an alter bridge now? I don't follow his career much these days. <laughs> but. All right, buddy. Yeah. You have a great night. Oh, it was good talking to you, Tom. It's great talking to you. Have a good one. You too. You have a great one. Oh, what do we got? Where are we at now? 817, 40 minutes to go. Let's do this. Let's do, let's take all the calls we got and then we'll talk and we'll, what do we got all the lines, Pat, still? Yes, I accidentally just hung up on line four, who I tried to screen. Okay. So we have three, but if that person calls back, then we'll have four. Yeah. Then we'll do those four, and then we'll take it from there. But let's do those four and no more after that. If that works for you. Yeah. Works for me. Hello. Hi, best show. Hey. Hi. Hey, how's it going? Good. Who's this? Uh, Brandon from Illinois. How are you, Brandon? How do you feel in these days about the, the, the way your name is being used? Oh, not not so good. Not so good. You don't like it, do you? No, I'm, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of it. You're not a fan of Joe Biden? Um, the thing is, nobody's a fan of Joe Biden. You know what I mean? Every, everybody, I know one person who wanted, who he was their first choice. One person. Yeah. Yeah, I was a uh, burning fan. More. Doesn't matter who you wanted. Uh, Everybody yeah. wanted somebody different, though. The only, yeah, people, yeah. the only people I know who wanted him first are 
this this person I know who, who not it was an acquaintance or a former friend, however you want to describe it. They uh, they they uh, like Joe Biden and 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 Key from Key and Peel. I think that's it. <laughs> I think Key liked him. I think Key was like wanted Biden right out of the box. I want Alyssa Milano. <laughs> Well, yeah, yeah. Well, your name, you'll get your name back. Yeah. You'll get it back at some point. Yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully. Well, think of how somebody whose name is Karen feels. They're not feeling great either. My my, my mother's name is Karen, actually. Really? Is your father's name Chad? Because it sounds like I'm talking to the meme family here. (laughs) <laughs> no no my dad's name is not chad okay what uh what, what do you got for me brandon um well i had something about uh last week's topic about jimmy jones yeah what about jimmy johns i um well the, I actually, the sub yeah, the sandwich I, chain jimmy johns yeah yeah or as i call it uh as I call it, stomach ache to go. <laughs> well, tell me what you think. I don't want to taint your your. If you maybe you love Jimmy Johns, I don't know. What what do you want to say about Jimmy Johns? No, I'm not. I'm not too big a fan of their sandwich bitches. But I applied for uh, Jimmy Johns once, and um, I had an interview. And in the interview, they wanted you to you had to take home a list of all the sandwiches and remember all the toppings. Mm-hmm. And so this is before you get the job. Yeah. 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 They like candy. Oh my God. Can you imagine? And they, and these places can't, these places can't, can't um, one They can't figure out why nobody wants to work at some of these places. <laughs> well, we'd, ex- we'd like it if you'd go home and memorize this list of toppings before you even get the job. It's like, yeah. Hey, how about you give me the job, and then I promise you I'll memorize the toppings list because I'll be working there. The the nerve, the nerve, right? Yeah, no, yeah. Was- We'd like you to memorize this list of toppings. Uh, lettuce, tomatoes, <laughs> on- onions, pickles. It's like, yeah, look, I've I've eaten sandwiches before. I'll be able to memorize the list. How about you throw me the job first? So what happened? Well, um, so I, um, I was never really that great of a student. And, um, I, (laughs) (laughs) so you're actually the reason why you're actually disproving my whole thing. You're like, you're like, yeah, I really didn't know the the toppings, and I, you're so so. I, they tell you to memorize the list, and then you came back. Yeah, yeah. How many yeah. toppings did you remember? Well, I'd actually written some on my hand, on the palm of my hand. You know, like <laughs> you're no. putting me on. Are you be be on? Are you telling me the truth? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> How long ago did this happen? I was probably like um, 10 years ago. <laughs> so you you wrote the toppings down on your hand. What what did what did you write in your hand? Lettuce? 
I wrote like the uh, like O O T, <laughs> and the guy like immediately saw it and he was like, "Yeah, no, you're not getting the job." Well, why wouldn't he say, "Look, I I appreciate the initiative. You're willing. This is the degree you're willing to go to to try to get this job. You're Jimmy John's material." Yeah, yeah. I would have hired you on the spot. <laughs> Actually, if anything, they should see if you can. They should probably give you one of their sandwiches to see if you can hold it down without throwing up. That should be the test that they. That should be the test that they give. Have you Have you tried the gargantuan? Have you seen that one? It's like no, in the one sandwich. Wait, what is it? It's called the gargantuan at Jimmy John's. It's like literally every single meat that they have. Yeah, I don't. I, 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 I you, you, there's not a, there's not enough money in the world for me to go eat a the gargantuan at Jimmy John's. I had a hard enough time with their veggie sandwich, Brandon. <laughs> their veggie sandwich made me ill. What am I going to do with the gargantuan? Did they? Did they? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then there was another time I did go to Jimmy John's, like about six months ago, and they were out of. Um, they were like, yeah, we only have the sandwich bread. We're out of the. We're out of the like the the, the sub the sub rolls. Like, um, guys, we're not asking. Jimmy Johnson isn't asking a whole lot out of you. Just make sure you got some sub rolls ready for some sandwiches. It's kind of the only thing you're doing there. Yeah, they we're out of them right now. And this is before any don't I don't want anybody saying the supply thing. It was before any of that stuff was happening. They just didn't make enough. They had the agree ingredients. They just didn't they literally didn't make enough. Maybe try to stay ahead of the, the stay ahead of the curve on that one. Be ready with some you know, some bread for the sandwiches at the sandwich shop you're, you're working at. And, and the kid, the kid who's got the sand, the toppings written on his hand, give him a job, <laughs> give him a job. He wants to work at your dumb place so much that he'd write the toppings down that he's got. Tell me what was written on your hand again. It was like the, the initials like L T and O and for lettuce, tomato and onion or if and, is, that is the funniest. Yeah, you, you, it's pretty obvious. So. No, I look. I love it. What What are you doing with yourself these days, Brandon? Um, I actually decided to go back to school. That's good. And what What, what are you studying? Uh, music business. The music business. Yeah. Well, there's there's something that's on the upswing. <laughs> what What uh, What What's your goal? To be a um, manager. Um, well, like self-manager, I'm, I'm a singer-songwriter myself, so I kind of yeah. would like. Um, so you want to be able to take care of your own business? Is that what you want to do? Yeah, yeah. Like, so you can look after your own bottom line? Yeah. What kind of music are you making? Um, well, you know, I'm in a few cover bands here and there, and, um, I, I do some stuff on the side, but not nothing really. Like I just mess around with recording music and 
what is it? What what type of music though? What do you what is, what's the sound? Is it is it uh, uh, a folk music? Indie pop? Okay. Indeed. Who who would you say it sounds? I know it doesn't sound like anybody but you. Who what are some of the who are some of the forebearers of your sound? Um. Uh, wow. Um. I guess. Carsey Evans would be a great, good okay. influence. Um, sort of. Um, you like, know, you like them? Band. You like them? Did you like that last album? You know, I haven't checked it out yet. I've, okay. I've heard bits. I've heard the hits off it. I heard the um, the hit off the single off of it, but I haven't checked the whole album yet. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. What was your opinion of it? Oh, I liked it. I think I liked the one, I liked the previous one better, but I liked it too. I liked that they were doing something. I like when they're, I like when people uh, go somewhere, when they take a chance and, and crack the thing open a little bit and just don't make it everything sound the same. So I give them, I give them a lot of credit for that. Yeah. Um, what was the song you like? Was it like, Can't Cool Me Down? Is that what it was called? Something like that, right? Uh, what was it? It was, uh, There Must Be More Than Blood. Okay. I like Can't Kill Me Down, too, I think. Okay. I'll check, I'll check that one out. Look, you check it all out. You check it out. Write down on your hand, check out Car Seat Headrest. Yeah, yeah. I need to. Uh, write, it, write it abbreviated on your hand. Okay. <laughs> all right, buddy. You got something for the topic? Um, I, I or you just wanted to talk about Jimmy John's? Well, I did have another uh, kind of coincidence that I wanted. To, um, Willie Nelson is coming to near me on four twenty, uh-huh. so I was thinking about maybe going there and trying. Maybe somebody will give me some secret candy. Well, if you find anybody like that, let me know. I'll, I'm going to head up to. I'll head up to Portland, and we're going to make the citizens' arrests. <laughs> I did. I watched an episode of Monk recently. With yeah. Nelson. Wait, with Willie Nelson? You watched that one? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I, I I I wrote that one. Nice. I thought it was interesting that the station station manager that. Um, Willie played at it was uh, his name was Ken Friedman. Yeah, so, it was a reference to the actual uh, station manager at WFMU, Ken Friedman. Yeah. A- M- MFU. Sorry, I always get it wrong. I always say FMU and it's MFU. It's one of the things I always made that mistake. All right, buddy. WFMU. WMFU. W- Okay. All right. You have a great night, my friend. Hey, you too, Tom. Thank you so much. Okay. All right. Bye bye. I tell you, I hear these other podcasts. They can't do what I do. I got a skill set unlike any other person. You see, the first of all, everything they do is pre recorded. Ain't none of them out there live without a net taking calls. 
putting themselves out, pulling magic moments out of, out of, out of uh, calls. They'd be, you, you put some of these other podcast people on, that kid would have been talking about the thing. Oh, well, the topic actually this week is not, uh, the topic is not that. We're, we're not talking about Jimmy Jones this week. Uh, we're actually talking. Uh, I don't care. I'll make, oh, I'll, uh, I'll spend hay. Uh, I'll spend gold out of hay every day of the week. Like bleeping Rumple Stillskin up in this piece. Rumple bleeping Stillskin, they call me. That's a tribute to my friend uh, uh, Brett, uh, Brett over at uh, Double Threat. Brett at the Threat. Uh, the other show I do, Double Threat, which is a killer show you can check out on the Forever Dog Network. New episodes every Monday. Me and Julie Klausner, the queen. What do we got? Any other calls? Oh, yeah. I'm tired of being the best. I'm so sick of it. I'm so sick of it, Pat. I'm tired of being young. I, I wish I was Neil. I wish I wasn't Neil Young. Sometimes I just want to be Graham Nash. I'll oh, say it ain't so. Sometimes you just want to be Graham Nash. I don't even think Graham Nash wants to be Graham Nash. <laughs> see this is the kind of stuff you get on uh so far and maybe you get pat to say his catchphrase That's can't right. say it now though can't say it ever here. can't say it can't say it ever you can't ask for that he'll, he'll pull away he's like he'll be like a, a like a deer which, which cat which which catchphrase you guys get a few a few more tastes of that catchphrase, and that's it. If you don't know what we're talking about, check it out on the patreon.com slash the best show before uh before Rubenesque begins, <laughs> which again, Mike, Mike, yeah, I, t- I tip my hat to you. You did. Yeah, I'm it. looking at this list. It's it's going to be kind of yeah. wild. Nin- yeah. Looking forward to it. 1997. He produced the uh, soundtrack for what movie that we have to listen to? <laughs> well, are those going to be readily available? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Woodio will track anything. Down. I will track anything down for this. <laughs> just just to give you context of what this soundtrack was, it featured Ozzy Osbourne with Typo Negative doing pictures of Matchstick Men. Yeah. That. Oh, I know this. This is um. Oh man, I know Private it. Parts. Is it? It is. <laughs> oh my god. We have to listen to <laughs> Private Parts, the album. Great. So we get to listen to that awesome song that Howard Stern recorded where he like sings with Rob Zombie. Yeah, the Great American Nightmare. <laughs> the Great American Nightmare. Can you play that? Can you find that and play that right now? I wish I could. There's no such they they don't they don't have it. They they don't have it. <laughs> oh my god. Rubenesque. I've I've never looked forward to and dreaded something so much at the same time as I am now. Don't find that song. I told you they don't have it. Rob Zombie. Ay, ay, ay. I like how Mike knew. Mike's just on fire now. Private parts. That's right. <laughs> well, I cheated. I love Oh, you looked okay. Yeah, yeah, I looked. I'll say this. Even your acting has gotten better. <laughs> What's going on over there? I think you got somebody slipped this guy some limitless pills. 
Why don't you throw me some limitless pills? <laughs> My acting. You just give him JP. Mike, his acting got better. I, I, he tricked me. <laughs> he straight up tricked me on the thing. <laughs> All right. Military madness. And I wish Ted Nugent wouldn't understand. You, you got to check. Madness. <laughs> you have to check out Graham Nash's uh, website. Mm-hmm. He's got an ego that, uh, well, don't let's say just say it. it's. Don't say it. It's similar we to. Want, uh, we want. We want <laughs> things to. We want things to work out, Mike. Yeah. No, I know. Certain I, guests. I'm. I'm holding my tongue. Yeah. Bite that tongue. <laughs> Yeah. Um. Yeah. Pat, give me another call, please. Hello. Hello. Hi. Welcome to the Hello. best show. Hi, Tom. How are you? I'm good. Who's this? This is the Z Man. Oh, I know who this is. This is the guy. There's a there's a lot of history with the best show, and and some of it's good, and some of it's not so good. And uh, this guy is responsible for for the good stuff. His name is Z-Man. It's not his legal name. <laughs> his name is Zach, actually. And he's a part of a showbiz family uh, that's uh, an esteemed showbiz family, uh, like the Barrymores. And uh, and he's, uh, but he, he kind of dances to the beat of his own drum. And he's got this puppet that he captured I don't know how he he caught this in the wild he caught this wally wacky man he caught him and holds him captive in a in a in a in a laundry bag basically yep <laughs> and wally makes appearances every once in a while not tonight though we'll get no wally tonight um unfortunately so what what's going on z man not much. Well, first off, Happy New Year. I hope it's not too late to say that. No, it's not too late. Larry David? I don't care. You say Happy New Year whenever you want to me. <laughs> I have rules with stuff like that. You can only say it up to the 8th. Why? Yeah, God forbid somebody pass some good tidings on to anybody. <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah. Did you have good uh, holidays? Well, I wish you a Happy New Year also. I wish you a Happy oh, New Year. Thank you. Thank you. So to, to what do I have the pleasure of this call, my friend? And you are my friend. You are my friend. As well, of course. Yes. I know. I know. We've had our ups and downs. Uh, you, uh, you were. You had. A, there was the whole embezzlement thing, and we are trying to get past that. That <laughs> I caught you going through my checkbook. Um, no. What? What's? <laughs> what's going on buddy um not much well, i had an idea regarding the topic it's not something for me personally but as far as uh why didn't anyone tell me sooner and this one goes out to uh, my brother the age man mm-hmm. uh, and this kid this kid used to be my protege but now he don't have time for that he's a big shot now <laughs> he's moved up on the world certainly we call him uh, a mocker right I guess so. Yeah. Right? Would that be fair to say? I think so. What does that mean? In in uh, <laughs> I'd have to double check. <laughs> oh no! It feels right. <laughs> I know yeah. I'm a bad Jew, so 
sorry. I feel bad, but uh, I don't, I'm not like where I could pull it up automatically, but it sounds like it feels right. Yeah. I think he's all right. I think it's all right. So yeah. your brother H man, who, who I, I love and I think the world of, mm-hmm. he is, is what now he, you have a, you have one that would apply to him. Something that should, somebody well, should have told them well, about sooner. Is, uh, well, it's, this is, uh, it's related to him. It's more that the call is sort of uh, dedicated to him. Cause I okay. think, um, after March 30th, a whole lot of casual Marvel fans. Oh, I know what this is going to be. You and him both need, <laughs> you and him both need your heads examined. You've got this fascination with Moon Knight. Well, it's more him than me, but I'm supportive of it. And, and no, I'm, you're, you're, it's, you're complicit in it too. The sure, two of you. But he's, he's, what, he's what's next? Well, what's next? What are you guys going to do, uh, uh, the Yancey Street Gang? You can wait for that show. What's it? The Dazzler? You want to watch that next? No, this is the thing. And God bless both of you guys. But they love they love these Marvel movies. That everybody everybody knows these Marvel movies. They are fans. Zach and Harry, the H Man, are both fans of this character Moon Knight. And look, I used to read Moon Knight when it, when Moon Knight started. I was there. I read Moon Knight way back when. Because mm-hmm. Moon Knight is like a character. He's like Marvel's. Ultimately, he's a version of don't, what Marvel's Batman it, would be. It, no, in terms of that, he doesn't have super powers. He didn't get hit by a spider or whatever happens with these things. Well, he sort of does through. It's like more mystical. Yeah, but but ultimately, he's he's responsible for his own business, and he, and he he's on the his craftiness and his his skills apply more than just brute strength. Yeah, there are definitely parallels. And yeah, I'm look I'm not off that way. Well, first of all, more to him than that. I don't know what to tell you. He, uh, he, don't he he didn't rip off Batman. Batman's from 80 years ago. <laughs> Moon, Moon Knight they was Moon Knight's from the 70s. Batman has about 50 years on Moon Knight. So I'm not saying it's a ripoff, but it's definitely Batman's been doing it longer than Moon Knight. Sure. But I like Moon Knight just fine. I always prefer, look, personally, did I prefer Nova to Moon Knight? Yeah, I did. Mm. Did I prefer Rom, the Space Knight, to Moon Knight? Yeah, I did. You like the space stuff more? Well, I like Rom, the Space Knight. Well, Nova is, you know, cosmic. Yeah, but I like Moon Knight just fine. I liked him. So these two have been beating the drum for Moon Knight, and their worst nightmare is about to come true. Everybody's going to know Moon Knight, and they're both going to be like, actually, I was a big Moon Knight fan. Everybody's going to be like, "Eh, shut up. I like Moon Knight more than you, you loser. And they're going to be like mean to you guys, and you guys are the only ones that kept Moon Knight alive. These, yeah. these 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 dorks don't like Moon Knight the way you guys do. A bunch of Johnny come lately. A bunch of a bunch of uh, what's Moon Knight's character name? Well, Mark Spector is his main identity, but he's got you know several identities. You know, Mark Spector, and then what's the name of um what's the name of uh, uh, Nova? 
Oh my God! It's, I thought blank. it was Mark Masters. No. Oh God! Why am I blanking on this? Robbie. Is it Robbie Ryder? Something like that. Richard. Yeah, that sounds about right. That sounds about right. Well, Mark Masters is a music writer who I'm friends with. So not. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah it's pretty cool. Um, Richard Richard Ryder. Yeah. Richard Ryder. And the alliteration at some point, at some point, that's <laughs> at some point we get it. There was a lot of that in Marvel. Yeah. No. Yeah. Cause, yeah. cause Stan Lee, uh, Stan Lee is a simpleton. That's why <laughs> he's a, right. Uh, maybe God maybe. bless him, but he's a little bit of a simpleton. <laughs> Yeah, no, you guys are about to, it's your best and worst thing is about to happen to the both of you guys. When Moon Knight, you're going to have about 15 minutes where you're just like, I can't believe there's a Moon Knight series. It exists. And then you're going to log on and you're just going to be like, well, Moon Knight doesn't belong to us anymore. Mm. It belongs to everybody but us. Because you guys are going to be moaning, oh, well, this is, here's this inconsistency with it. Like when you were complaining, this again. This one. is this H. This Z man kid, <laughs> Zach, who I'm talking to right now. Paul Rudd, one of the top movie stars. Here we, here we go. Hold on. Paul Rudd is a top movie star, and he does the. He takes on Ant Man, and Z man, Zach, who we're talking to right now. I get Paul Rudd on the show, one of the biggest gets I've ever had. He calls up, and he goes. Yeah, why didn't you dye your hair orange for the part? Because <laughs> he's like, why didn't you dye your hair orange for the part? Because, and, and I think he was crying. <laughs> he goes, in the comic, Scott Lang had orange hair. What do you want, Paul Rudd to walk around? What's he going to play, Ronald McDonald next? <laughs> He's supposed to walk around with a fright wig on. Ed Sheeran. What do you What do you want? What do you want it to do? Put Put a Ronald McDonald wig on when he's going to play the hero? <laughs> Just because the comic had him with orange hair, and you two, you you and Zach and and and, and uh, Harry, the two of you are going to be watching this Moon Knight show. And you're going to be saying, yeah, Moon Knight, his little moon weapon, his little moon uh, throwing stars, they're a little bigger than they are in the comic. But like, you're, you guys are going to get so caught up in the minutia of it. You're going to be like, well, he generally has a belt that holds the, the things, and now he kind of has a pocket. And uh, you guys are going to get so twisted over... Well, the minutia of the thing. He's he's more easygoing about that stuff. I'm the one who gets nitpicky. I already, you know, they put an extra crescent moon on the hood for some reason. I don't know why they needed that. It I never saw anything like it, it when <laughs> when when this Captain get this Captain America because oh these comic book people they've been waiting a million years for these movies to find. It's very easy to forget now because there's one comes out every ten days. Some superhero thing comes out every ten days. It's so easy to forget what that none of these, these none of these movies existed. There was no such thing as any of these movies. And then they started making them 
And for a good five minutes, these guys were all happy. But then suddenly they're like, well, and I remember Zach was like with this captain. Finally, there's a captain America movie. It's the greatest thing that ever happened to, to these comic book fans within 15 minutes. He's going like, yeah, the, the, the wings on his hat, on his hat are not right. They're, <laughs> they're kind of cocked at the wrong angle. <laughs> And he was just like, he was truly struggling with it. And it's like, was the movie good? He's like, I couldn't tell. I was too busy. (laughs) I was too busy looking down at the comic book in my lap, trying to compare the wings on his, on his hat to what was on the screen. I couldn't follow the movie. I was too busy. I was too busy measuring the horns. You know, it's funny, I forget this, but um, when I was at San Diego Comic-Con, you know, right as that movie came out and before yeah. the Avengers, I forget that, like, on the streets at one point, I was within spitting distance of Kevin Feige. Yeah. I, should, I, I, I considered shouting at him, hey, what's the deal with the wings? Yeah, what's the deal with the horns on, on Captain America's head? <laughs> and if you ever do Ant-Man, make sure he's got bright orange hair. It was him and the director that is not in good uh, favor these days. Yeah, I think I know who you're talking about. <laughs> the guy who did the second Borat movie. <laughs> oh, God, come on. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're talking about the other guy. Yeah. No. Well, Z, look, Z-Man, Zach. You know I love you, buddy. You too. I hope you have a great year. I hope your uh, Galacticus figure showed up. <laughs> Did it ever show up? Well, it was Sentinel. The Galactus is the next one, so probably by the end of this year. Because th- this, this guy ordered this one action figure. I never saw anything more like I never saw anything like it. It was like death of a salesman in terms of the the anguish that was going on on Twitter. Hey, see, everybody else got theirs. I didn't get mine yet. Not sure what's going on here, guys. Like every day. Hey, any chance to get a tracking number on this one? Because <laughs> people would be like, I got my Galacticus doll, and I'm playing with it. And then I look, reply from Z-Man. Hey, I didn't get mine yet. Any, uh. Anybody know what's going on over at the warehouse? <laughs> People would take it such good photos <laughs> of that figure. <laughs> well, one more thing on this note, if I could. Yeah, what's that? Of course. So, uh, in H-Man, Harry, uh, his excitement on Twitter about Moon Knight, uh, I'm not going to name any names here, but a member of your team was giving him the business. And I'm surprised, you know, I won't say who, but after 17 years, I think, working with you, they apparently haven't gotten on the uh, let people like what they like, you know, train. So <laughs> I know I don't, I don't know what took you. I don't know why it took you 17 years to realize that Mike is just going to go after <laughs> Mike is Mike does not subscribe to let people like what they like. He thinks if he thinks something sucks, he's going to tell you. No, it, 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 I was responding to the 
the extreme level of glee over a trailer. I mean, it was it was beyond the pale. Let's put it that way. So I gave him the business. Yeah, like it. I was. I'll, I'll be honest with you. I wasn't sure if it was a, a Marvel movie or a Star Wars movie with Oscar Isaac in it. And I was like, is this a, one of the pre-Star Wars things they're doing? <laughs> you get easily confused between the things you hate. Oh, they're, they're all the same to me. I, you know, I'm easily confused. Yeah. You don't need to, you don't need to like them. That's okay. And he can like them and that's fine. I was even that, that's where Mike, that's where Mike might disagree that it's fine <laughs> that he likes them. Get on board with that. I would think you would have rubbed off on him a bit. I know you, you've often. You think I would have rubbed off on Mike? Have you ever heard Mike talk? <laughs> you think I'm going to rub off? This guy's getting further away. He's, he's more on his own island now than ever. So, yeah, I rubbed yeah, literally off on him. Too. This guy. This, <laughs> this no, guy, but, uh, yeah, no, I mean, you look, know. I, I'll tell you this, Z-Man. I go see licorice pizza. Half the movie, I'm saying to myself, literally half of it, boy, Mike's going to hate that part. <laughs> I'm watching this movie. All I can think about is Mike and his reaction to it. Well, but, boy, but, that, but that why do gonna, you like that it? Part's gonna, that part's going to burn Mike up. I but told you what I thought of it. What's the difference between what Mike, I like Mike, and you like? Mike, I told you what I thought of it. Uh, but it was oh, all no, right. I, I thought it was good. I think, yeah, that, that I think it took it's two viewers for you, though. Yeah. So yeah, you doubt the like, first I time. like taking yeah, I, I and I still I still have some doubts with it. It's uh-huh. just it look, it's a it's one that I wouldn't I'm not gonna put at the top of the list. I like things about it. There's things I like less about it. But the but the, the, the fact that this guy got in my head to where I'm sitting <laughs> in a theater and I'm running through what he's gonna think of these scenes in it. He's winning, Zach. Zach, he's winning. You're going to watch Moon Knight. You waited your whole life. You never thought there'd be a Moon Knight show. You're going to sit there watching it. You're going to be like, yeah, Mike would hate that. I was thinking. You're going to be like, I bet Mike would. I bet you Mike would maybe like that scene. That's where where you're going to find yourself. You're not even going to know what the thing's about because you thought about Mike the whole time. I would hope he wouldn't get in there so easily. He's like Dr. Faustus. He's like Dr. Faustus, Z-Man. Oh, boy. Right? I was thinking of watching the entire Marvel Universe movies in order just to rile up Twitter. Well, Mike, I would say this. I mean, it would be pure torture. Mike. It would be the most masochistic thing I've ever done. If you said, if you you did a a series called Mike versus Marvel. (laughs) That's a great name. Well, thank you. I say I can still I can still pull a rabbit out of my hat every once in a while. If we did a thing called Mike versus Marvel, and it's just you, what if once a week on the show? What if we do it like this on the best show? Every week you have watched one Marvel movie. Oh, that'd be great! Yeah, and you do a five Check ten in. minute review of it. Uh-huh. Yeah. And. It's called Mike versus Marvel. Every week, you just talk about a different Marvel movie that you saw, and it'll take us to the end of the year. You go all the way to the end of the year on this one. There's yeah. enough of those movies, and you'll do it on the regular show, not on Patreon. Mm-hmm. The regular show, everybody will hear you do it. I love it. Yeah, well, I like it. Let's do Mike versus Marvel. All right. 
I'd be up for it. Definitely. Well, Zach, Zach, tell Mike what, what's the first one he should watch. Oh, I even wrote the list down already. Let me well, see no, if do, I are you going to watch them. Are you going to watch them in order that they were released, uh, or chronologically how they actually happened? I think it's chronologically, right? Chronologically by release, I'd say don't like look deep where people suggest these orders and stuff because some stuff's just you know there's going to be references to other things even if it's retroactive. Start with Iron Man. That's the original. That's what set you know set the vibe, set the tone for everything, and take it from there. You know the, the Wikipedia page. I'm sure they have the list of the order, and you know that's the way you should do it. I saw I saw some article, and they had Captain America: The First Avenger number one. Uh huh. Then Captain Marvel. Oh, then no, that Man. sounds like that's uh, sounds like it's actually saying like in 1940 this this happened and then this happened yeah. in 1942. That's like the stories. That's the chronological for the stories. Zach is saying watch them in the order that the actual movies came out. Uh-huh. Yeah, because like you know they have um, you know Iron Man's father working with Captain America, and you don't you don't know that connection if you didn't watch. Iron Man and Iron Man Two first, so he wouldn't, you know, you wouldn't appreciate certain details like that. So yeah, okay. um, so we'll do, you know, go by the Wikipedia, you know, release, you know, chron- chronology, not any of those other, you know, suggested lists of in universe. Okay. All right. Well, be up for this. Yeah, as long as you, you know, you give them a fair shot. Don't just come in. This one sucks. Next one. This one sucks. I mean, I've seen some of them. I've seen some of well, them. Well, but right? if you watch them in order, maybe you'll have new opinions of them. Yeah. And yeah, well, Zach, maybe you can call in and talk to Mike about it. All right, sure. Maybe we can have a little debate. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll figure, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about Mike versus Marvel. And maybe if it's well received, you know, go to DC and uh, if you want to talk about masochism, sit through the Snyder Cut. <laughs> I love when these Marvel guys get all high and mighty. This is the greatest thing. The greatest thing these Marvel guys did was when, like, because this is, this is where we're at now. These nerds, and I say nerd is a wide look. I grew up; I felt like I was a nerd. But sure, there's kids. There's kids now. There's kids now who've grown up, not realizing what it's like to be in a like a nerd that is not winning. Like they, they've never experienced what it's like to be an actual nerd where you're the the butt of the joke and you're just the you're the 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 one everybody goofs on. You're not a jock. They have no frame or reference for any of that. They think they they've grown up thinking that they win with these things. So now they now you get these kids, and and older people too, because it's the you know the the it, the institutional infantilizing of uh of of generations, and I'm a victim of it and a perpetrator of it as much as anybody. The world's the the most entertained country on the planet, um. But there's this point where they are like, because Martin Scorsese wouldn't be like, oh yeah, Mar, because it wasn't just like, hey, Ma- hey, Martin Scorsese, what's your favorite Marvel movie? Well, I really liked, uh, I really liked the uh, Civil War. I thought it was great, but you know, there's great stuff in Thor Ragnarok. I thought like because he didn't because he's not a. He's not a fan of it. He's an 80-year-old man who doesn't like these movies. And he he goes off on he goes off and just says, "Yeah, I think they're more like it's like it's the circus or whatever. They're like events, but they're not really movies." Theme park. Yeah. A theme park. Whatever. So then 
these Marvel fans. Yeah, he's just jealous. He's just jealous because he never directed a movie that made as much money as uh, Avengers End Zone, and it's just like, like. Because <laughs> he didn't make as much money as Avengers End Zone made, that suddenly it's like everybody's got to be like, yeah, I'm sure he's sitting up all night wondering why, um, why King of Comedy like it didn't make as as much as as much money as a Captain America movie. He doesn't care, but they in their mind they literally are like, yeah, he's just jealous. It's demented. It's demented, Zach. Yeah, people can take it too far. Yeah. Martin Scorsese, all he did was reinvent cinema multiple times, and everybody, these 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 kids are all twisted because because uh, he didn't, uh, you know, because he didn't like Iron Man 3. Whatever. Well, I didn't especially like Iron Man three, but all right, calm. Well, no, but you're not Martin Scorsese. I know. I just. But also, look. Oh, you didn't like Iron Man three. I guess you're. I guess you're jealous. <laughs> it's like, what's that mean? You didn't like it. You're just jealous. What am I jealous of? Yeah, you're jealous. All right, I'm gonna stop talking about this before I start getting people throwing stuff at me. <laughs> so, all right. Thank you. Thank you, Zach. We'll talk about Mike versus Marvel. Maybe you'll be a part of that. All right. Yeah, look forward to it. Have a good night. You too. Take care. Thanks. Bye. How many calls we got, Uh, Pat? How many more? Two. Two. All right. Give them to me fast. We'll we'll boogie. Double deuce. Double deuce. Hello, Best Show. Hi. Hey, Tom. Hey, who's this? How you doing? I'm good. To whom, whom am I speaking? This is Rob in Chicago. Rob in Chicago. What's going on, Rob? Not much, man. I had a, I had a uh, topic for uh, the show. Let's do it. Let's hear what it is. I, I don't have a whole lot of time, but I want to hear what you got. That's good. I had a couple of topics. I'll take the short one. Yeah, give me the uh, short one time. So I just discovered uh, pepperoncini, unbelievably versatile ingredient. You can put it in salads. You can put mm-hmm. it in sandwiches. You can put it on pizza. It goes yeah. everywhere. It's just a brilliant ingredient. It's a staple of every fridge. Yeah, that's good stuff. Look, that, that that'll put a sandwich over the top. Oh yeah, it's got everything. Yeah, little zip to it, right? Make things a little zesty. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad yeah. you're. I'm glad you're into it. I have been living my life without this for forever. Just a life unlived. Well, look at you now. Look at you now. You're making up for lost time. <laughs> I love that's a perfect I'm one. I'm over the moon with it. That is a perfect one. I appreciate that. Thank you for. Uh, I'm glad you uh, appreciate that. Of course, buddy. You have a great night. You too. Uh, thanks. Right. What? What was it? Those pepperoncini is how do you say it? Pepperoncini, pepperoncini, like the little peppers, right? Yeah, green, green peppers. The little ones that are that are a little, little zippy, little 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 spicy. 
What, what, what did he know? But they're not. good sandwich toppers. Yeah, they're like uh, you they're put that in banana sandwich. peppers or something. Like yeah, exactly. Well, well, let's take this final call. Hello, Besho. Hi, this is Mike in St. Paul. Mike in St. Paul, how are you tonight, Mike? I'm doing good. What What do you got for me? Final call of the show. Right. Final call. Uh, I've got something for the topic. It's, it's a little weak. Mainly I wanted to call uh, just to thank you for doing what you're doing. My son, Matthew, called in a few times. And uh, we listen all the time on the way to dropping them off at school and been going through all the bests and stuff. And uh, both my boys request listening to those calls. So it's been. It's oh, man, that's, awesome. that's awesome. How, how old are your kids? 13 and 12. So oh, that's fantastic. That, that's, that's so sweet. I'm glad that means a lot to me. Yeah, it's awesome. And I'd like to, I was wondering if you have any interest in doing an old topic again, the, the make Tom laugh. I really enjoyed for you. We can do it for you. Yes. So, um, and yeah, I wanted to, <laughs> I, I've thought about this one forever and just kind okay. of and just, you got to, Put yourself in the place of, I guess, who had to hear this, but I don't know. Are you familiar with the movie uh, from Justin to Kelly, the American Idol movie? Sure. Yes, that's the Kelly Clarkson, Justin Gorini movie that they did. Yeah. So I don't know if this is true, but I had read that as part of the original contract of that show, uh, the winner and the runner-up every year were going to star in a movie. And so... Mm-hmm. The next year would have been, I think, Ruben Studdard and Clay Aiken. Yeah. And I just like to think of that, like, Hollywood executive meeting when they're kind of like, well, well wait, like, who are the people that are we going to have in this movie? Like, who are the, yeah. the co-stars for this? And it was supposed to be like a, a buddy road trip movie. So I'd, I'd love to be a fly on the wall just for that. Is that seriously yeah. what they were going to do? Yeah, I I'd read it was going to be a, a best. Oh my friend. god, that is amazing! So they were talking about a Ruben Stuttered Clay Aiken movie that would have been the two of them doing like plane strains and automobiles, basically. Yeah, exactly. That would be so amazing. You, you, my friend, you made my night. <laughs> you made my night with that. I appreciate uh, well, it. I don't want to take up too much of your time. Um, no, no, that's great. That's a great call. And please tell your tell your kids uh, that that uh, that Tom said uh, stay in school, study hard, and uh, and uh, don't don't be don't be jerks. Oh yeah, I, I won't tell them. I'm gonna. I'll surprise them tomorrow okay. morning. Podcast. Well, what are their names? So, uh, Matthew and Hunter. All right, Matthew. Hunter, your dad's a your dad's a good guy. Cut him some slack once in a while. Sure, sometimes he's uh, he's a little grouchy after work. He's a little tired. He's he's working hard. He's trying to put food on the table for everybody. Cut your dad cut your dad some slack. Why don't you go? Why don't you go uh, make him a milkshake? Surprise him. Bring him a milkshake into bed in the bed in bed the morning someday. Just wake him up with a nice cold strawberry milkshake. Don't dump it on his head. 
whatever you do, don't dump it on his head. <laughs> as tempting as that might be, don't dump it on his head. Just say, Papa, Papa, we made you a milkshake. This is going to even out the universe. Uh, Matthew had called him <laughs> in the past, and you had him uh, stick out his hand and say, what's wrong with this picture? There's, there's uh, that, that's been a recurring thing ever since <laughs> That was not a one-time thing. I oh, just, that's perfect. Uh, <laughs> well, well, I love it. All right, buddy, I'm going to wrap up. You, Thanks for calling. Take care, Tom. You take care. Okay. Man, that was a fun show. Good stuff. Good stuff. You want to hear mine real quick? Oh, please, Pat, of course. So they don't tell you this when you get a driver's license in the state of New Jersey, but they honest to Bob should. They should tell everyone, uh, especially in central and north Jersey, where the city of Manhattan is literally less than 30 minutes away, Tom. Mm Mm-hmm. Do you know how you find out how the rules of New York City are different than the rules of New York of New Jersey? Someone tells you while you're driving. Uh-huh. Like the first time I ever made a right on red at a red at a red light, um In New and York. the person next to me was older and kind of a Weisenheimer. Uh-huh. And he shouts, What are you doing? And he made a big deal of it. And I was just like, like, it scared me. Like someone was about to hit me. I thought like mm-hmm. someone, I thought it was some, something in my blind spot. I like swerved. And I was because like, if you were in New York state where you cannot make a right on red. Well, in New York city, in, in New, New York, York city, state, you can, but in New York city, sorry. Yeah. But so, so like, you were making a right on red and, and the, the yeah. your co-pilot, your, your passenger was just like yeah. screamed at you, screamed at me. And he's like, what are you doing? And I was like, what happened? What? What? Yeah. And you're like, I'm making like, a right on red, stupid. That's what you like, do. Yeah. And I'm just like, well, news to me. How am I supposed to know that? I was like 18 or something. And I get know, it completely. You're just like, how am I supposed to absorb all of the rules? Yeah. Like you don't drive through the Holland or Lincoln and there's a big sign or billboard. Yeah. It's that, not a driving that, class. Attention. Attention out of state drivers do not make no, a right, right on, on red, red in here in, in, in yeah. this city. Oh, I, I get it completely. Pat, I couldn't agree with you more. It's insane. I mean, it's not yeah. in the New Jersey driver's you know manual. It's it's nowhere. No. The only way you learn it is by somebody yelling at you. Yeah. It, it would be nice if it would just went down a little easier. Yeah. I hear That's you, all. Pat. We're on the same page. That's all. That's it. Well, you ended the show on a high note, uh, a show full of high notes. You ended it on a high note, and I appreciate it. Well, I just ordered my Slaw Dog shirt and sticker. Really? Yeah, I ordered it. Okay. I put he up fixed. a special Pat Byrne version. He fixed uh, that. He it's literally called the Pat Byrne version. That and I, you he look. Requested. I'm not. I mean, we shouldn't hash this out on the air necessarily, right? You you couldn't hook him up with a freebie. I don't even have freebies. I had to buy my own. Oh, I don't get freebies. I, uh, you think I get a freebie? Well, this might be the kind of stuff you sort out before you go into business with. I hook you up. Oh, this is the the day, the day when Mike, Mike's putting everyone in their place tonight. 
It's the most painful experience of my life. He's coming up with topics. He's coming up with new shows. He's titling them. And then he just finally, he ends the show. Yeah. This is his triumph. He puts Dudio in his place as the, as the final indignity. Yeah. The final indignity. Well, I love it. Oh, look. I'll see check what your I can slaw do. dog shirt. Check do. a slaw dog shirt out. You check it out over it. Uh, dude, it's go to Sonic Dork on Twitter and he'll have a link to him. I'm going to buy mine. I'll hook you guys up. With, with no, no, no. I'll, I'll buy mine. I'll no, buy no, mine. No, 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 no. Don't Pat, worry. I will reimburse you. No, don't. He, don't he, Pat was literally just yelling at me on uh, on text about the shipping cost. They they hit you over the head. You <laughs> should so. beware. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I got to wrap the show up. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll be back next week, and we'll talk to you later, and uh, uh, good night.